What's, oh, your, name? What's your name? We're Demon? not coming out. You tell me your legal right to be in there. What's your name, Demon? The one that just spoke, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All the torment that you have done to her, a thousand fold back in your head, Demon. In Jesus' name. And I, I bind you to your family right now. I command you all to come out and go to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Out, 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 out in Jesus' name. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Mega Man Radio Network. Tonight is a live broadcast. We've got special guest on tonight, Pastor John Gogan. <coughs> Excuse me. I had a popcorn kernel stuck in the Omega Man's throat right there. <laughs> uh, pastor John Gogan is our guest tonight. Uh, he is pastor of agapibible.org. His email is pjservant at aol.com. And his contact telephone number is area code 716-655-5008. Got a great program for you tonight. He's going to be speaking on Leviathan, the king of the children of pride. Let's get Pastor John on. Stand by. Pastor John, how are you? Brother, I am uh, I am blessed, and uh, as I like to answer people better than I deserve, and uh, it's always great to be on Tuesday nights with you, brother. Amen. It's, uh, it's great to be on with you, and it was great to see you at the recent conference. <clears throat> and I want to encourage everybody who missed the uh, Hegwish conference to um, make it the next time they have a workshop, but uh, also you're going to be having a uh, a workshop coming up, or is that right? Uh, yeah, in fact, we're going to be having two. Uh, one is the end of this month, the weekend of the 25th. I'm going to have a uh, mini workshop. I've uh, entitled the mini workshops because they're not full blown workshops, uh, i.e., they don't take the entire weekend. We usually kick off se- uh, Friday night at seven. Uh, we'll go till about eleven o'clock. Uh, by the time the last person receives prayer, and then um, Saturday early afternoon, sometimes late morning, depending upon my host family. Uh, we commence and then we go until about uh, about six o'clock Saturday night, and we uh, we finish things up. So people will have a, a good opportunity for prayer, Brother Shannon, those uh, two nights, and uh, I should say um, uh, 
you know, one night and late afternoon on, on Saturday. And uh, we usually have just a good crowd. We, we, we actually pray people out instead of just praying people in. We want the divine appointments. Uh, we do not want demonic appointments. And, uh, you know, the enemy will send Christians who just want to argue and debate, sadly, uh, full of pride, something I'm going to be talking about tonight. And Or he'll send in undercover uh, witches and people who are in the occult to kind of uh, be there as a monkey wrench in the gears. So we, brother, pray some people out, and we pray God's divine appointments in. And uh, we appreciate, again, those who listen to Omega Man Radio and who are and support it. And we uh, just uh, thank God for what he's doing uh, through Omega Man. And we're looking forward to uh, some having some people there. Uh, Pastor Mobley contacted me. Uh, you'll hear him on Wednesday nights, Lord willing, Lord enabling. And he had contacted me with a gal who is about an hour away, Brother Shannon, from Richmond. And uh, she has not spoken with me yet. I'm looking forward to meeting her, uh, perhaps uh uh, the 25th of February, and that's the Richmond, Virginia meetings. And uh, Brother Shannon, remind me, because I'd like to give out the contact name and phone number for people who would like to uh, come and be a part. And then um, I'd love to meet you, love to be able to agape hug you and uh, you know, give you an opportunity for some, some good freedom. Some uh, good Bible teaching, not because it's me, but because it's the Bible, God's Word. And then, of course, we have our spring conference also on the 25th, except it's March. And uh, that's here at Agape Bible Church in East Aurora. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. And again, if you're just tuning in, this is a live stream. Uh, we do not have the 96K stereo stream going on tonight, so this is all blog talk. So pass the word. Well, Pastor John, um, why don't you take the microphone, and um, you want to start off with prayer tonight? Hey, brother, this sounds excellent. Uh, pull your faith. In fact, uh, anyone who's listening uh, across the United States, Canada, and uh, around the world, whether now or even uh, down the road, so to speak, through the archives, just agree in faith, and let's, uh, let's see if we can pray that the Holy Spirit has his way tonight. Father God, we thank you for the tremendous opportunity that you give us to not only represent you, but also re represent the kingdom of your dear Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we commit this time uh, here on Omega Man Radio into your hands. We pray that you and the Lord Jesus Christ would be pleased, that as you look down from the third heaven, that you would be smiling, that you would be delighted because your Holy Spirit has his way, and it's not about Pastor John Gogan. Uh, Pastor John Gogan, at best, is an unworthy servant. It's not about Brother Shannon Davis. It's not about anyone else. It's only about the Lord Jesus Christ. And, Father, we pray that as you um, just engineer everything through your precious Holy Spirit, that uh, the people who listen will get some help. We pray that your Holy Spirit and that your ministering spirits would work in our minds and hearts and uh, we bind the strong man over and within each of us, especially me, we bind the strong man over and within all the listeners, anybody who will be uh, coming on board, so to speak, down in the next couple hours or so. And we uh, also break the chains of command in the heavenlies over every town, village, county, province, territory.
territory area. We bind the strong man right now. We just loose myriads of angels to break the chains of command in the heavenlies, on the earth, under the earth, and within people, and especially those who are listening over the areas that they're in, especially their apartment, their condo, their home, their domicile, wherever they are, we pray that you would just bless and that you would... Uh, Father, just override everything, and uh, thank you in advance. We also uh, thank you for all that you're going to accomplish. We cover us with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, and we ask all these things in his almighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Tonight we're going to praise the Lord. Brother Shannon, is there anything else you want to do? uh, Take the mic or go with it, brother. Okay, sounds good. We're going to talk about pride tonight. And uh, again, uh, just as a reminder, the broadcast is kind of limited in the sense that it's uh, on blog tonight instead of uh, its its, uh, normal, uh, uh, powerful, shall we say, uh, format. And uh, not that the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, which is all-powerful and effective, uh, isn't there. And, of course, it makes up all the difference. But uh, there's some limitations uh, in terms of broadcast ability. So uh, we're going to talk about Leviathan tonight. And if you have a question for me and or for the host, uh, please, uh, my wife Kathy will be monitoring the blog as well as uh, the blogosphere as well as uh, Brother Shannon. So if you have any questions, feel free to please post them in the chat room, and we'll be glad to. Uh, and I, I can't answer every question. Uh, only God knows the answer to some questions. But I'm more than happy to, especially if I come out with something, say something, teach something, preach something that is uh, perhaps a little um, out of the ordinary for you. You've never heard it before and you want to see some scripture on it, or at least you want a a stronger elucidation, explanation, that is, for it, I'm more than happy to do that. Again, uh, I don't have all the answers, but uh, the things that I do know and whatever I I can share, I am more than happy to do that. And uh, again, appreciate just a, a listening ear. One of my favorite verses in Luke is the words of Jesus where he says, Take heed how you listen. And I know at times I uh, am a lousy listener. I don't listen too well. And maybe you have the same problem as I do at times. And uh, when that happens, I tend to remind myself, as I've shared in my ministry many times with uh, people, with other people, that uh, there's a reason God created us as he did. And there's a purpose in everything that he creates and everything he does, he's so infinite in his wisdom and infinite in his understanding. And uh, one of the reasons he created us with two ears and one mouth is because he wants us to listen twice as much as we tend to talk. And as I indicated, I tend to be a lousy listener at times, and I tend to want to jump the gun when I am... Talking with someone uh, or more, a group of people even. So I got to be careful about that, and I have to obey, seek to obey the command, which is in the scriptures that uh, take heed how you listen. Be careful 
is the way we would do it today, say it today, be careful how you listen. And uh, we all have to do that. And that's why I would encourage you tonight, just take heed how you listen. You know, before you came to Christ, if someone had just walked up to you and began sharing their testimony and said that a Jew who lived 2,000 years ago came into their hearts, into their lives, and that his red blood washed away all the dark stains of sin in their lives and made their sins white as snow, you probably would have said, you're crazy. There's no way that red blood can wash something. Now, if you get clean water, yeah, maybe you can wash a stain out. But how can red blood wash anything and make it white as snow? Well, Isaiah says it does. And um, the Bible says that he can, and he still does. And he can for you tonight if you're not saved, if you're religious but lost. And I just want to encourage you to remember that there have been times in your life when there are new things that you hear, and some of them even rather strange to the hearing, to your mind, and uh, as there have been with mine, but just because they're new doesn't mean that they're wrong. And just because you have never heard of them before doesn't mean that they're inherently and intrinsically incorrect. And uh, as I've often said with reference to the scriptures, it wasn't my, it wasn't the scriptures that was wrong. In some of the things that I believed, and had to jettison and detonate off my foundation of understanding and foundation of truth, it was instead that my interpretation or conclusions from the scriptures were wrong. And that's why uh, we need the Holy Spirit of God to illuminate our minds and hearts and to gain that understanding that we need when it comes to uh, the the Word of God and specific uh, texts within the Word of God. You know, one of my favorite verses before we head over to Job is, uh, is in the book of Psalms. And if you have a Bible then by all means you can turn to it, and if you're driving or you cannot uh, do that, then just listen closely. But it's one of my favorite verses. In fact, it would be a great memory verse. And it's uh, Psalm 145 and verse 18. I just picked up a beautiful, what would you call it, uh, plaque that I put uh, in my office behind my desk. And it's actually a plaque that has this verse on it. And it's a large plaque. And it says precisely what this verse says in Psalm 145 and verse 18. And here's what it says. This is the word of God. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. And if you're looking at it in the Bible, then underline that prepositional phrase, in truth. In truth. And the reason that we cannot approach God and why he's not near to us when there's falsehood and false teaching and false things that we've believed in our lives is because he's the God of truth. The Lord Jesus Christ, God the Son, and the very Son of God, deity humanity, two perfect natures within one person, that he said, I am the way, in the Greek it's the road, 
the Hadas, I'm, I'm the road, I'm the only road. I am the truth. He's the embodiment of truth, aletheia in the Greek. He's all truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. And he's the life. He is life. He says, no one comes to the Father except by and through me. He's the only road to the Father. He is the embodiment of truth. And he speaks only truth. He cannot lie. He never lied. He never will lie. And that's why we have to be people of the truth. And a lot of the times we have a, kind of a selective understanding of what truth we we like and the truth that we don't like. We kind of you know, put that aside or even flush it. And, uh, of course, that's not what we need to do. When we come in uh, confrontation with the truth, we need to say, well, wait a minute. I need to hear that, and I need to look into that further, and I need to put it to prayer, and I need to ask God the Holy Spirit, who is, by the way, Jesus says in the book of John, he's, he terms him, he calls him the Spirit of what? The Spirit of Truth. When he, the Spirit of Truth, comes... Yeshua says he will guide you and me into all truth. And just like the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the triune Godhead, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the triune Godhead, cannot lie. Cannot lie. Not only will he not lie, but he can't lie because his nature is a nature of truth. And we found over the years that people who are gun-shy of the truth, they refuse to hear the truth, have a tremendous problem in this area that we want to talk about tonight, and that is this area of Leviathan, this area of pride. And the reason we say Leviathan, by the way, if you're turning your Bibles to Job chapter 41, Job chapter 41 God ends up giving a lecture to Job, and uh, it's the next to last chapter in the book of Job. By the way, Job is uh, the oldest book in the Old Testament. He predates Moses. He goes way back, and it was probably, Bible scholars think, conservative Bible scholars believe, probably the oldest book in the Old Testament, Job. So from, you could say from time immemorial, man has not changed. Because two of Job's problems are identified. In fact, you can keep your finger in Job 41. Because in Job chapter 3 and verse 25, we find out what the other problem. Now, Job was blameless. That is, no one could uh, convincingly and honestly put their finger in Job's life, life and say, oh, he's guilty of this, he's guilty of that, he's a hypocrite, he's a total phony, because he says this, but he actually lives different. Job was not that way. Job was a person with something that is in short supply in a lot of lives today, here in the United States, and that's integrity. He was genuine to the bone. 
But two areas that he had problems with, so we know he wasn't sinless, because the Bible says there was only one sinless human being who walked this planet, and of course he was, as you know, the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that Job had a problem with fear. Look what he says in chapter 3 and verse 25. For what he's talking, for what I fear, this is the word of God, for what I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. Verse 26, I'm not at ease, nor am I quiet, and I am not at rest, but trouble comes, turmoil comes in my life. And if anybody had turmoil, it was Job. And you remember, we, you know, just to kind of put it in context, all this is happening to Job because of Satan and because of what's going on behind the scenes in the beginning of the book of Job. And then, we, of course, we know what's going on on the scene because of what went on and has been going on behind the scenes in the spirit realm. And, of course, Job was challenged by Satan, and that is, you know, when you really live a life of integrity and where the Holy Spirit is really producing his fruit and operating with the genuine gifts, you know you're going to get Satan and the demons' attention, the demons that are in you and the demons on the outside of you, and the spirits that are in the second heavens and first heavens, and in other people. Because basically, you're a threat to the kingdom of darkness. And I'll tell you, if you get in the full gospel, salvation, healing, and deliverance, and you're doing the genuine stuff, I'll tell you, you are a threat personally, and Satan takes it personally, I believe, to Satan himself, and of course to all the demons that are under him. You're a threat to their kingdom. That's one of the reasons they hated Pastor Worley so much. And others, H.A. Maxwell White and Derek Prince and Frank Hammond and others, because we're a threat to them. We are a threat to Satan. So Job was a threat because he was such a man of God. And I wouldn't even put myself on his level. Job was noticed by Satan. So we find out early in the book of Job that Satan appears before Yahweh God. And as he is accountable to the God of Israel, to the true and the living God, we find we discover very quickly, we find out that he knows Job because God questions him, if you considered my servant Job, he couldn't get his mind off Job. He could not have a restful night of sleep without having a nightmare about Job. And you know, when you leave this life, hopefully you'll have the same effect on the devil, that he'll be so glad when you're gone. And sadly, most Christians, when they depart from this life and go to heaven, go home to glory, many Christians... Satan doesn't even care about them. He's not even bothered. He doesn't even rejoice. He doesn't, as a you know, proverbially bat an eyelash, because there really haven't been much of a threat to him. But Job, who was still on earth, was a major threat. So when 
He appears before God. He, Satan, appears before God. What does he tell him? Have you consider, what does he ask him? Have you consider my servant Job? Of course he has. He couldn't get his mind off him. And Satan says, uh, by the way, God, the only reason why Satan, or excuse me, why Job is committed to you and is living that kind of life, believing in you, and by the way, they got saved under the old covenant, just like they got the way they get saved under the new covenant, by faith through God's grace. Believing the truth that he that he had revealed to them. We believe in progressive revelation. And the revelation that Yahweh God, the same God who was going to reveal himself to Abraham later, that same God revealed a certain amount of truth of himself to, to Job, and Job believed. And it was reckoned, just like Abraham, reckoned it was counted to him for righteousness, just by believing. And it was the righteousness, of course, that was to be accomplished in the Messiah thousands of years later on, on Calvary. They looked forward to the cross. We look back to the cross in faith. So Job says, oh, by the way, God, the only reason why is because you bless him. When he puts those quarters in the blessing vending machine, he's waiting at the bottom for the goodies to come out. Look at all the things that you blessed him with. Look at all the cattle, all the flocks, all the livestock. Look at his family, children. Look at how much possessions he has. You have blessed him. See, that's only because he's putting the quarters in, and out comes the goodies. But you let me get a hold of his life, and let me do what I want to his possessions, and you'll find a different Job. And God says, permission granted. But you cannot touch him. So immediately, Satan begins his scheming and conniving and using his demons, uses the Sabaeans to attack, to kill and plunder, and then even eventually, Satan has something to do with the weather because there's a tornado that comes. It says a whirlwind, but it's really a tornado. And causes the building that his children are in to collapse and every one of them die. And the text says, of course, that you know one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. He gets bad news, and before the bad news is even finished, he gets more bad news. But what does he say? Blessed be the name of Yahweh. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord giveth, Yahweh giveth, and Yahweh taketh away. Blessed be the name of Yahweh. He did not curse God. See, Satan said he'll curse you to your face, God, because you've taken everything away from him, including his children and their marriage partners. But nothing like that happened. Tell me tonight, could you do that if everything was taken away from you? If I was lost, suddenly lost everything, fire burned everything, 
everything was taken away, what would be my response? It's a great convicting question, isn't it? And then, of course, uh, when Satan sees that doesn't happen, he says, well, wait a minute. You know, every human being will... Look at how society today spends billions and billions and billions of dollars on health and health-related products. How many people are worried and scared spitless about losing their health? I don't know how many joggers, when I'm going to church on Sunday, how many joggers in the summertime and in the spring and fall are running around, some even during the wintertime, they're running around jogging. They don't want to lose their health. How many Christians are just always super worried and super concerned about their health? And you've got to be careful because at times it can be an idol, can't it? And, of course, people who you know, into the bodybuilding and into other areas and other practices, you know, a lot of that can oftentimes lead to pride. And we're going to talk about Leviathan in a few moments and the pride that uh, plagues mankind and brings nothing but destruction into our lives. But it's amazing how many people worship at the altar of self-health, and when I say health, I mean H-E-L-T-H, health. And Satan knows that. Satan the demons, by the way, know you better than you know yourself. They know me better than I know myself. Because they know, and they have known for hundreds of years, and maybe even thousands, our family lines, and they know what tripped them up, and they know what got that, got their attention just to either... Uh, swerve away from God's perfect will for their lives or never to get saved to begin with. And as they would, as he knows everything about us and as the demons know everything about us, they will hit those triggers and a lot of people when it comes to their health and sickness and infirmity and those spirit, evil spirits begin to attack and God even allows it to test us. How badly do we really want to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, to continue in the full gospel. One of my favorite verses, Revelation twelve eleven. You can memorize it. It's a great memory verse. And they overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. Don't let anybody tell you your testimony is just experiential knowledge that's, uh, that's not important and not to be compared with the Word of God. The Word of God says just the opposite. It says that your testimony can overcome Satan and his kingdom. And it's to a certain degree, the Bible is just a bunch of testimonies of how God worked in people's lives. So don't, anyone, don't ever allow anyone to disregard your testimony. Your personal testimony is very important. And they love, what's the third one? Revelation twelve eleven. And they love not their lives, even unto death. And sometimes Satan, I mean, if you read the book of Job, boy, he, felt, he sure felt like dying. But you know what? If you've ever had boils, if you've ever had tremendous pain beyond comprehension, the tendency is to want to give up. And then, of course, he has his worthless friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar come over, and they're about as 
helpful as a screen door on a submarine, and they come over and try to counsel him and try to encourage him, and it just ends up being making it even worse. You know, sometimes the best thing to do when you're ministering to people is just be quiet and put your arms around them. Let that agape love flow through you. Even shed some tears, meaningful, heartfelt tears, and just let them know you love them. Because there's nothing you can say but just be with them and let them know you care. Other times, the Holy Spirit will lead you to say something. But I'll tell you, these guys were not all that helpful. So by the time we get to Job 41, Yahweh appears on the scene, and he begins to let Job know that one of his other key problems is pride. And you can understand that. I can understand that. When people tend, or when people have a lot of material possessions, the tendency is to be proud about those possessions. You know, if you've got a brand new car, and let's say you're traveling in an area that you're not really familiar with, and you you don't have the GPS, or the GPS gave you wrong coordinate information, uh, wrong directions, or even brought you through a, a, a kind of shabby side of, of, of a city, or a town, or a village, some of the tendency is to look and say, oh, boy, those poor people, they don't even... They live in a dumpy area. They'll probably never get out of their poverty. And I'm not saying this happens all the time, but, you know, human tendency is to be proud about human accomplishment, proud about human status. And by the way, this is one of the neat things that you find out about deliverance. When you're in it and you're really battling the demons, you find out, very quickly that they will be very specific in how they come in. Let me give you an example. The uh, you know spirits of pride. Well, you know we've run into all kinds of pride and pride in in Bible knowledge, pride in education. Uh, it can be even as specific as pride in being a nurse, or pride in being a doctor, or pride in being an attorney, or pride in being a pastor or pride in being a politician, and, uh, you know, all kinds of different pride, United States pride, you know, American pride, you've heard that? American pride is a, is a spirit, it's an evil spirit. And I'm not saying that you can't boast in the Lord about living in a free country and praising God for the freedom that we have now, tonight, because all I can praise God is for, I never know what's going to happen tomorrow especially with the current regime we have in office, but um, and, and all that's going on in the world and how, how intense the kingdom of darkness is attacking the kingdom of light. But we have the freedom now, and I praise God for that, and you'll never find a greater patriot in me uh, and anyone else uh, than in me. I, I really love my country, and I praise the Lord for my country, but it's not my final home. Our, my home is in heaven just like yours. But we've run into American pride. We've run into pride in my job, pride, all kinds of spirits of pride that can enter us. Whenever we have an attitude of pride, a word of pride, a thought of pride, and again, it's one of the reasons I find deliverance the missing one-third of Jesus' ministry, so practical because you can see how 
our sin impacts us and opens the doors for these spirits to come into us in order to keep us bound in that area, in order to keep us almost addicted to pride, thinking that if we didn't have some some pride in us, we wouldn't have any importance. But the reality, of course, in Scripture is, as Paul says, that it, you know it's Christ in you, your only hope of glory. It's, only, it's my only hope of glory, and it's only our identity in Messiah, Yeshua, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that, that really makes a difference, and that really we, we should be finding our identity. Turn over to Job chapter 41, if you've kind of lost the text, and if you kept your finger in it, like I asked, uh, tremendous, you did a great job. In Job chapter 41, we are introduced to Leviathan, and, and by the way, as I said earlier, that's where we get the word Leviathan, and why he is, and why his demon name is Leviathan, a.k.a., also known as Pride. Because if you go, if you jump ahead in Job 41, go to the very last verse, you can read with me. This is the Word of God. He, that is Leviathan, the strong man of pride, looks on everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. And, of course, sons there is generic. It's not like men only have pride. Women have pride as well. So it's... Uh, I think the King James translates it, all the children are pride. Um, all those who are proud end up being almost a part of his flock, shall we say, uh, being a part of his nest in that, at that moment, they are proud, just like him. And he is king, Leviathan is, is king over the children of pride. Of course, we belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we belong to God the Father, so we are God's children through Christ, his Son. So our ownership has really been purchased at Calvary by the blood of Jesus as we tie in new covenant truth. We do what is known as biblical theology, that is tie all the Bible and come up with a, with a sound theology sound ideas about God and the things of God and the truths of God. But his name is Leviathan. Look at where he's identified in verse 1. In fact, God asks all these a series of questions in these verses. And God, Yahweh God, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is asking these questions to Job. And if you look at verse 1, he says, Can you, that is Job, are you able to draw out Leviathan in the Hebrew with a fish hook? or press down his tongue with a cord. And you got to remember the Hebrew, and I don't have a, you know, an uh, inexhaustible amount of time to go into it, but just uh, trust me that the Hebrew word here, I believe, is the picture of a giant Jordanian crocodile. Some of you have been down south, uh, I remember going to Florida with the family and going to some of these alligator farms, crocodile farms, and I'll tell you, I would not, for one, want to be in the water 
swimming around, snorkeling, or just uh, doing backstrokes in the water with one of these things around. I don't even care if he's a baby. I just don't find pleasure in getting chunks of my body being bitten off. And, of course, this Hebrew word, Leviathan, was a giant Jordanian crocodile, or even Egyptian crocodile, uh, from the Nile River. And can you imagine yourself swimming in, let's say, the Nile or the Jordan, and you come up, your eyeballs, your head come up to the surface, your mouth comes up for air. Let's say you've been kind of doing some underwater investigation and picking up some objects from the bottom of the rivers in the shallow parts, all of a sudden your eyes come up and immediately in front of you, you also see the eyes of one of these huge crocodiles. What are you going to start thinking at that point? Uh, yeah, I think you're, you're in for a fight and it's going to be kind of like fighting one of the heavyweight champions of the world. If you're in the ring with one for about 10 seconds, you're probably going to be knocked out with the first punch, as I would be. But can you imagine being in the water with one of these creatures? And Leviathan in the spirit realm, whether he appears as a, as a giant crocodile in that form or whatever form he appears as, Huge brontosaurus, who knows? I, I don't even know, and I don't, I don't venture to guess. But all I'm saying is, and I think the God knew not only Job, but also the other ancient Near Eastern audience who would read the Word and would read this text, that one's immediate response is going to be sheer terror. And, of course, we've already identified that Job's got a problem with fear. He says, what I feared has come upon me. And you know he knew exactly who, who and what God was describing here with Leviathan. Of course, we know that it is uh, it's not only a, a real crocodile, but it's also a spirit, an evil spirit, that's part of Satan's kingdom. And... Essentially, God is saying in verse 1 that you're no match for him. I'm no match for him. You can't go up and just take one of those tongue depressors and push his tongue down and, and then uh, the, the, uh, the top half of his mouth uh, just put a rope in there and kind of kind of uh, uh, tie it up and then hook him with a hook and, and pull him out of the water. No, this is not some uh, fish that who is susceptible to some bait and a hook, and he's going to take it. Nah, this being's a lot smarter than that. You can't get him with a fish hook. You can't deal with him as you do even with other demons. He's a very powerful spirit. He's a very formidable evil spirit. And then here's another question God asked in verse 2. Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? The import here that God is telling Job is you can't deal with him as you can deal with other kinds of creatures. He's extremely powerful. 
and he's extremely bright and intelligent. And by the way, I believe the first sin of the universe, not only for Satan himself and the demons, but also for mankind, was pride. And we know that because of Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, and the five I wills of Satan that he wanted to be God. And by the way, word faith says the same thing, that you can be gods. It's almost uh, mimicking and copying the whole Mormon fallacy. As God once was, we now are. As God is now, you can become total poppycock. You know, that John, is- they uh, they take it to the next level, too. They, you mean the Mormons? Uh, oh, yeah. They say that uh, you get to move to another planet and you'll populate it and ha- you can have a thousand wives if you want. <laughs> they, they put the Arabs to shame that you can have 4,000 virgin wives. You don't have to stick with 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 it sounds so preposterous and so anti-scriptural. It's, fu- it's, not even, uh, it's not even funny. You know, it's just amazing if you really look at this stuff. How you can see the common thread of Satan, can't you, brother? Well, absolutely, and I, I do believe pride was here at the beginning. Um, you know, Satan was—he's uh, the father of lies, and I believe that uh, because of his pride and jealousy, you know, um, he wanted to usurp the throne of Jesus Christ. Yep, and um, it is—it uh, is absolutely essential that if you're planning on on uh, really fighting the enemy. One of the hardest demons that we run into is the spirit of pride in yourself and in myself. And uh, I can tell you that uh, one of the—he was one of the first demons that I that I encountered as God was uh, working in my life and humbling me when I first uh, had met Pastor Worley and and uh, it laid hands on on me for the gifts and then had had proceeded to uh, walk. Uh, in the full gospel truth, uh, coming back uh, home to New York and in my ministry and so forth, and um, you know the, I think it was a Thursday evening service. I was doing special music myself, and I was singing a song, and I just the the the, the lyrics just really hit my heart, and I just I couldn't finish the song. I just broke down. And that following morning, something hit me big time. I mean, I couldn't get out of bed, and it was a Thanksgiving Eve service because my parents had, had come in from Boston. Uh, New England is where my wife and I grew up, and for Thanksgiving Day, and I couldn't even get out of bed. I, you know, my head was spinning, and I could uh, barely function. So I ended up, uh, almost an emergency basis, calling my wife upstairs and having her pray with me some. And then I laid down for a couple hours after I got some deliverance, and, I, and there were some pride spirits that left and so forth, and some some related. And two, three hours later, after resting, I was fine. So the enemy does not like you hitting pride. The enemy does not like you going after pride in yourself. And it's, I'll tell you, it's going, to, it's going to be one of the hardest battles you ever fight in, you, in, your, in your entire life to go after pride. And this is one of the things, the first two verses of Job 41 that God is talking about. 
Look at verse uh, 3. He asks more questions. Will he make many supplications to you? Or will he speak to you soft words? Tremendous truth here that God is outlining to Job. Because people who are full of Leviathan spirits, and maybe that's you, and I know it was me before I really started tackling them, is they have a tremendous difficulty in prayer, in their prayer life. They have a tremendous difficulty. You know, they say men, men find it difficult to stop and ask directions when they're lost. And the reason is very simple, because they're full of pride. Yes. And... The worst thing about it is they don't even know it. It's one thing to be full of pride. It's another, it's another thing to be full of pride and, and self-denial. And by the way, that's another spirit. Self-denial. I should say I should, should be self-deception and denial. Not self-denial, sorry. Self-deception and denial. I got my words uh, in I was going to ask you. Another. That was a new one for me. I, I didn't know how that one functioned. <laughs> But, um, yeah, self-denial you know, is good. <laughs> Leviathan is, uh, is a very formidable foe. In fact, it's one of the toughest demonic spirits you can fight. And, exactly. Um, do you have any insight, Pastor John, why a lot of these demonic spirits take the forms of animal, like in the case of Leviathan? Clearly, it's a marine spirit, and uh, it's got this armor on it that you know basically nothing can penetrate, and that's why... Um, I asked a number of deliverance people, how do you defeat Leviathan? And they said, you've got to have the angels loosed to go in there and take the sword of the Lord and attack it. You know, to take its armor off, cut off its seven heads, um, put a meat hook in it and drive it out, you know, of the person to stake it up on the beach, so to speak. But And some people are probably saying, you know, what are you talking about? You know, that's crazy what I just heard. But, you know, folks, remember, we are doing a spiritual battle. So, you know, you can't kill a demonic spirit with a forty-five. You've got to use spiritual weapons. And, and um, hey, Job, Job has a whole chapter on, on Leviathan. This is a real demonic spirit. And what's the saying, uh, Pastor John, that when you fight Leviathan, you'll know it? Uh, he, I, I believe he's probably, Brother Shannon, the, the most formidable spirit out of them all. And remember what I just said about the, probably the first sin of the universe was pride, yes. and the first sin of the uh, within the human universe was pride because you know Adam and Eve could have could have eaten I mean, any other tree, including the tree of life, and instead they said no. In pride, I want to eat what I want to eat, and I'll call the shots in my life. And Eve listened to the snake, and then Adam listened to the. To the wife, to the woman. And look at the results. We're still living with the consequences now, 6,000 years later. So, yeah, Leviathan is really, and what I was going to say, commenting on verse uh, chapter 41, of course, of Job, if you're just tuning in, we're in Job chapter 41, and verse 3 is Leviathan or pride within us, those spirits, and also, don't forget, we got the sin of pride, because we're choosing to commit that sin. A demon can never make us do anything. We have to willingly submit ourselves and put ourselves in bondage under these spirits. And this is why, again, deliverance is so important in our lives. 
He will not allow you to make many supplications. That is, he won't ask, allow you to ask directions when you're lost on a practical level. He won't allow you to ask questions when you really don't know what you're doing, especially of your wife, because you know so much more than she does. Hello, men. And or the, uh, the woman who's full of Jezebelic pride. And she's not going to submit herself to any man. And she's not going to ask her husband questions, as the Bible says, ask him at home. And submit to his authority and see him as the Bible says he is, your head. And you know pride is operating and those spirits are many and multiplied because he... And also, by the way, have you noticed people who speak hard to you? harshly to you and people who are very kind and considerate in the way they address you the former you know by this verse and by this truth have a lot of leviathan in them they have a lot of pride and wives let me just encourage you christian wives if you have a husband like that every morning every day in prayer, in your prayer closet time, Jesus said, when you pray to the Father, the Father hears you in secret. And I'll tell you, when those prayers are answered, because the Father knew and knows that you're praying to him in Jesus' mighty name, that when, they, when those prayers are answered, I'll tell you, it, it tremendously skyrockets your faith. Because no one else knew. And you've got to bind those spirits of Leviathan in your husband. Bind the pride. Turn them over to, to to the Lord and just say, you know, God is yours. I, I, I can't change them. And by the way, if you really want to humble yourself, remember that if you next time you want to really change someone in the sense of you're trying to force them to change, even if it's for their good, you're trying to force the issue, and you're operating in witchcraft, because witchcraft ultimately is control, then next time, remember... You can't even make your dog change. There are some times you can't even make the dog do something you want him to do. How in the world are you going to try to change another human being? That's where you have to pray. You've got to learn the tools, the keys of the kingdom, binding and loosing. And by the way, Pastor Worley's got an excellent booklet on binding and loosing. You can get it through the Agape Bible Bookroom. And uh, it'll cost you less than a full meal at McDonald's or Burger King. And uh, we uh, would love to supply you with uh, some of those tremendous booklets. Binding and Loosing is one of them. It also includes some, some uh, teachings on curses and soul ties. And soul, knowing soul ties is truth is very, very important. But you've, you've got to hit these things in, in prayer. And you've got to, you've got to show, them, you know, that, show the demons you mean business. Because people who are hard on you, and people who, are, who speak harshly to you are struggling with Leviathan spirits in themselves. And you're not going to make them change because as God is telling Job, I'm the only one that can, that can help in this area. Because he's too formidable for you. Uh, look at the, uh, just one more thing here before we take a break. Look at verse 4. Will he make a covenant with you? Or will you take him for a servant forever? 
You know, can you imagine picturing yourself in the water with a, with a giant Jordanian crocodile or a giant Nile River crocodile, and you're telling him uh, to get up to the shore and, uh, you know, your vehicle's stuck in the mud, you need him to kind of push you out. He's a big boy, so he can kind of, kind of push. You're not going to order him around is the point. You're not going to do anything to be able to uh, get him to successfully serve you. And if you think about people who have a lot of pride in them, they really don't have servants' hearts, do they? They really cannot be brought to a position where they will willingly and gladly serve you. Oh, they may do it for money. Because they know they need to make a living, they know they need to, uh, you know, have a source of income. But that's primarily the reason they're doing it, because like the little two-year-old who's told to sit down in his high chair, he's, uh, he's sitting down on the outside, but he's standing up on the inside. And they're really not doing it from their hearts. And by the way, will he make a covenant with you? Isn't it interesting? that Can you wonder with me for a moment? Can you ponder and meditate with me for a moment? How many marriage covenants? And by the way, if you're married, you're in a marriage covenant. And God is a covenant-keeping God. He takes covenant seriously, and you need to too. That means you can't hop around from bed to bed. That means you cannot, uh, adultery is out of the question. You need to save yourself before marriage if you're a young person or for your marriage the partner that God has for you, that you're earnestly praying for and saying, God, prepare me for my marriage partner that you have for me. So many people blow it because they choose, they never pray. They just either meet the person in the bedroom, sadly, or they gradually make their way to the bedroom, and then they had, or they, they marry a person without even praying about it. And then they marry them and ask God to bless it. And God's not in the blessing business when you never asked him to begin with, because that was not the blessed marriage that he had for you. Maybe we can talk about that and go down that road some other time, but I'm going to pull the car around and go back, because marriage covenant is important, and so many people who are divorced, either one or both of them, were just manifesting a lot of pride. You can hear it in their responses. Well, talk to my attorney. Yeah, I'm not going to talk to you. You know, hardness. Well, with Leviathan, it's hard. He's not soft. He doesn't speak soft words. So Leviathan is a very powerful, formidable spirit, and he is at the root of divorce and separation. He's at the root of people who separate themselves from church. They're not going to church anymore because uh, I call them Harold the heretic. Uh, Harold Camping told them there's no good churches, there aren't any churches out there that are doing God's work, and that's just poppycock. Yeah, there are a lot of bad churches out there, but you know, there are some churches out there that are faithful to the Word of God, that are preaching the Word of God, that honor the Word of God. Sadly, there are a few of us who are truly in the full gospel, preaching the whole counsel of God, but hey, uh, God is still using people... Even though they're not in the full gospel, he'd just like to use them a whole lot more as he uh, cleans them up and helps them by giving them freedom. But marriage covenant is important. Church covenant is important. 
And so many people just disregard it. Other forms of covenant, friendship covenants are important. And it's so sad that pride is allowed as a nest of demons. It allowed, isn't even touched in people's lives. And they end up constantly and continually breaking covenant with one another, breaking covenant with God. And if, again, if there's anything you know about the God of the Bible, you know that he's a God of covenant. Even the Abrahamic covenant is still running. Do you know that it's still in effect? It's still running. Not the Mosaic, but the Abrahamic covenant. Not the Davidic, yeah. but the Abrahamic covenant. Yes, and what? you know, uh, Pastor John, as uh, believers in Jesus Christ, Yeshua, we are part of the commonwealth of Israel, I believe. And that means um, grafted into the olive tree, we're... Um, capable of getting the same blessings that um, were given Abraham and, and the natural branches. Amen. What do you think about that? Yeah, it, well, as I was alluding to before, the, the, if, you, if you draw a line parallel, of course, the Abrahamic covenant is um, started a long time ago, and uh, the covenant uh, whereby all the nations of the earth would be blessed what a blessing the Abrahamic covenant has been to us because it eventually resulted in, in Messiah Yeshua coming. Amen. But let me be clear on one point, folks. Uh, we in no place, no way, have supplanted the Jewish people or the house of Israel. We've been grafted in. We've been adopted into the family through our belief in Jesus Christ. But, um, again, God still has his covenant. He's going to keep with his people. Yep. And uh, Israel will be, will be brought back in. But thank God that we've been grafted in. So praise the Lord for that. All you have to do is read Romans 11. Anybody who says that uh, the church has replaced Israel, it's called replacement theology. And uh, dual covenant, like uh, Hagee, John Hagee and some of these guys, you don't have to preach to the Jews because they believe in the God of the Bible. Uh, that's poppycock. It's totally in. It's totally errant. Right. And false, yes. because uh, there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Jews rejected that 2,000 years ago. They rejected their Messiah. A few did accept, but by and large, the nation rejected their Messiah. But the great thing is what their rejection caused the acceptance of the Gentiles. And as you said, brother, we're grafted in. God has only temporarily shelved the Jewish people in terms of the nation of Israel and his plan. He'll pick that up, I believe, um, at the beginning of the tribulation period, at, at the rapture of the church, and Israel will take center stage. But brother, God is a God of covenant. Now we're under the new covenant, praise God. But it still is running concurrent. Right above it is the Abrahamic covenant. And... Leviathan will not allow you to keep covenant, will not allow me to keep covenant. And I thank God that the new covenant is what's known as an unconditional covenant. Not a conditional covenant, like the Mosaic, but an unconditional covenant. That is, it's all of God. And uh, that God is in charge, and that there's nothing that I could do to help Jesus on, on the cross and I could not shed one drop of my blood to accomplish anything. And that uh, it's only the blood of Yeshua that accomplishes our salvation, our healing, and deliverance. Amen? Amen. And we're going to take a, a quick break. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Pastor John Gogan. Uh, Pastor Gogan, give out your contact information before we take that break, please. 
Uh, yes, brother. I, my, uh, I don't drink coffee, but I need, I need uh, refilling of, of uh, water. So I appreciate the break. Uh, amen. Agape Bible Church is in East Aurora, New York, and we are in western New York, about an hour south of Niagara Falls, and about 400 miles from New York City. So if you're thinking, when anybody says New York, well, that's New York City. Nah, we're about 400 miles from there. So it's a pretty good chunk inland. And uh, New York State goes north and south, and then it goes uh, way west. And we're by one of the Great Lakes, Lake Erie. And um, we've been here for uh, about 22 years now, so we've been around the block a few times. And uh, God uh, called me to plant this church uh, with the Southern Baptists. And then, of course, uh, when I got in deliverance uh, about a year and a half later uh, from 1989 is when when they, uh, shall we say, gave me the left boot of disfellowship, and uh, we've been independent, and we are a sister church of uh, Hegwish Baptist Church, we're a sister church of uh, Called Out Assembly, uh, Pastor Moby's Church, and other churches like us, and the, if you have any questions and uh, come in need of anything, you're welcome to call me. I really appreciate Brother Shannon uh, allowing me on the air with him, and the... Uh, he, at the beginning of the program, he gave out my personal email address. You're welcome to make contact. Uh, several of you have, and it's wonderful to hear from you. I will do my dead-level best to uh, get in contact with you as soon as I can. I have a few other emails, uh, so please uh, please bear with me, but I try as quickly as I can. It's uh, PJ Servant. That's Pastor John, by the way, PJ Servant. That's all I am as a servant of the Lord. PJ Servant at AOL.com. Our website is also agapebible.org. We uh, are going to be doing, Brother Shannon's going to be helping me. We're going to be doing some, and my younger son, who's my computer geek, resident computer geek. Uh, we're going to be doing some uh, more construction on the site, but for now it's agapebible.org. And um, we're going to be putting some more messages up there and uh, some more mass deliverances so you can get some free help. We want to get the word out. But you can also contact us because we, can't, we carry over 600 different titles of materials in the Agape Bible book room. All of your uh, business is so appreciated because it just uh, keeps the inventory, keeps uh, allows us to be able to buy and restock more books, more materials. We have uh, probably the best, some of the best out there in deliverance, but we also carry cults and counter cults and a bunch of other uh, great materials. We'll be glad to just give, if you're just kind enough to give us your name and address, we can send you a book list so you can kind of go through it. I even offer my services to tailor. Uh, depending on your budget, you say, I've only got $50, I'll, I'll recommend some really uh, good things to spend that $50 on, and uh, you can just tell me some areas of interest. And, of course, in Deliverance, we carry all of Pastor Worley's booklets that are available, all the books that are available, uh, many of his uh, DVDs, CDs, and etc., and even some VHS tapes if you're uh, still like me, uh, stuck in the uh, tape world or the tape age instead of in the uh, uh, analog instead of the digital world. But um, you can contact us at 716-AREA-CODE, 655-5008. And uh, my precious wife of 35 years now this year, uh, Kathy with a K. Kathy is uh, also my part-time secretary, so she'll be glad to help you if I'm not available, not there. Uh, and uh, otherwise, she'll uh, she'll 
funnel me on, funnel you on to me, and it'd be wonderful to talk with you and to make your acquaintance. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're going to go to a break now, and then we're going to be back with the second portion of Omega Man Radio tonight. Uh, Stand by for this break. Are you ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific to the Omega Man Radio Network with your host, Shannon Ray Davis. Omega Man Radio is taking enemy territory for Jesus Christ, Yahshua preaching the gospel of the Messiah, and ministering in deliverance and miracle healing. Add some great guest interviews, and you have the recipe for fresh oil for the airwaves. Tune in at OmegaManRadio.com. And I said before, if you want to find a lot of demons, go to church. There you can be sure you'll find a bunch. They're roosting all over God's people. They're binding them down. They're choking them off. And somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out. If they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. As a sad scripture says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war. All out war. A war in which no quarter is given or no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains. Attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. All right, and we're back. Uh, This is a live program tonight. It's my special uh, honor to have Pastor John Gogan on tonight of agapibible.org. His email is pjservant at aol.com, or you can reach him at 716-655-5008. If you'd like to uh, get a hold of him for prayer or to order some great deliverance material, they have a huge archive there. I would encourage everybody to um, support the ministry of Agape Bible Fellowship and to get out to the next conference uh, Pastor Gogan is going to have uh, into this month. We'll be putting the dates up in the show notes. Well, without further ado, let's get Pastor John back on the line. John, are you with me? Brother Shannon, I'm right here, and thank you so much for the break. And uh really appreciate the opportunity again uh my wife has been monitoring the blogs in this in the blogosphere and uh, someone had a question or wanted to talk uh, about uh, replacement theology and uh you know just as a as a side footnote read Romans 11 because Romans 11 completely explodes the whole concept and teaching out there that uh, the the church has replaced Israel. I find that a lot of people, Christians, well-meaning Christians, as they're studying the scriptures, unless you are approaching the Bible with the understanding that Israel is not the church, that Israel as a nation and the promises that God made to her that they are different than the promises that he has made to the church. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 16, I will build my church. So obviously if he uses the future tense, it means there's no church at that point yet. He says, I will build my church. And the, it says gates of hell, but it's really a, 
very poor translation of, of the Greek. It's uh, the word used there is is actually the gates of Hades, and it doesn't even really mean Hades in its normal sense. The Greek hides actually means unseen, because that's essentially, uh, you know, we're not given a, a lot of information about Hades or Tartarus or hell, the lake of fire, Gehenna. And what's, uh, what's unfortunate is many of the translations just... Uh, take all of those three Greek words, whether it's in the New Testament or the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Old Testament, uh, abbreviated as the LXX, the 70, because there were 70 scholars that had uh, translated it into Greek. The Greek, three Greek words are all translated hell, and that's not good. That is not a good translation because uh, there are times when hell is meant, the lake of fire, It's uh, the Greek word is Gehenna, or there's Tartarus, and of course no human beings are in Tartarus, only uh, some very powerful and wicked spirits who messed around with uh, women before the flood. And one of the reasons why God gave the flood is because of the Nephilim, Genesis 6, and uh, they produced these giants, or the Nephilim, in the land uh, there, where life began in the Mesopotamian Fertile Valley, and where I believe the Garden of Eden was, uh, under the Persian Gulf, I believe, in the sense of the water that's there. And people spread out from there. And, you know, we're all related to Shem, Ham, and Japheth. We're all rooted back to Shem, Ham, and Japheth because Noah, his wife, and the three sons were the only, uh, and their wives were the only people on the earth. There were only eight people. And, uh, of course, predating that ultimately is Eve and, and Adam. But uh, Tartarus is, I believe, where some uh, very powerful and high-level demons that were free to roam, much like every other demon is today, they are locked up because of cohabiting with women. They left their first estate. At least that's what—that's the best a conservative scholarship can can come up with in terms of what that means. And you may believe something different. You're entitled to, no problem. But uh, this is what I'm convinced of, based upon the the uh, few passages that that uh, are there in the scriptures. And then, of course, um, the. Lake of Fire, which is should be translated uh, Hell, uh, and of course Hades. So if you put it together in Matthew 16, Jesus is really saying the unseen authorities. When he talks about gates, the elders met at the gates. That's where they had their court meetings, shall we say, or even the Supreme Court. Uh, of the town or the village. You know, the, the deciding elders would meet there. So it really should be translated, I will build my church, and the unseen counsels of Satan and his demons will not prevail, will not overpower the church. Now, we're going to have a good fight, we're going to have a good rumble, but they're never going to overpower us. Of course, they hate hearing that, but uh, my point is Jesus says, I will build my church, and the church, I believe, began on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came down as a rushing mighty wind and tongues of fire on the head. They were speaking in tongues, and um, 
of course, the uh, people became indwelt by the Holy Spirit. He came into us, and of course that happens at the moment of salvation. God revives, regenerates the human spirit, makes it alive. It was formerly dead in trespasses and sins, uh, reconnects the line, the human spirit, directly to God. And in that human spirit, I believe, is where the new nature and the Holy Spirit reside. And no demon can get in there, by the way. Leviathan can't get in there. The lowest buck private uh, Gomer Pyle spirit cannot get in there. And where the demons are, of course, is in the soul, the mind, will, emotions, and in the physical body. So the... Unseen counsels and Satan's demons is the way they should be translated, not the gates of hell or even the gates of Hades. It's more a metaphor for the and a figure of speech for Satan's unseen counsels, his unseen authorities, and that includes the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and of this world, the spiritual wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places. So, again, replacement theology confuses the nation of Israel and the promises given to her with the promises given to the church. And by the way, um, even uh, in Romans 11, because I think Paul was encountering and hearing news that the Roman Christians, uh, which, by the way, were not Catholic, Roman Catholic, they were true born-again, born from above believers, the Catholic Church didn't start until monarchianism after 300 A.D., when the church started going south spiritually and became more of a dead religion. But um, in Romans uh, chapter 11, uh, in verse 18, Paul says, this is the word of God, do not be arrogant toward the branches, that is, toward the, toward the Jews. But if you are arrogant, proud, Leviathan, uh, you know, Gentile pride, pride that we got in and they didn't, so to speak, we're part of the church because they wouldn't believe in their Messiah. Remember that it is not you, Paul says, who supports the root, but the root supports you. See, the root is, and the trunk, uh, of course, is, is Israel. And uh, the blessings, uh, as I always tell people, the first church was Jewish and uh, worshipped and uh, prayed to a, a Jewish Messiah who uh, was the Son of God, and God the Son, the second person of the Trinity, of the triune Godhead. And uh, we are not Israel, we are not the nation of Israel, and that's where people end up getting their eschatology, uh, last days, end times things, they draw the wrong conclusions, because they think that the promises for Israel are the promises that have be fulfilled by the Church. And essentially the Church is going to save the world, and then when Jesus finally comes back, uh, it's going to be presented, the world we presented saved to him. And that's not what the scriptures teach. But again, it, it's a lot of it is tied into the confusion between Israel and the church, that uh, the promises for Israel are the same as the promises of the church, and they are not. And um, Paul, by the way, in, uh, in, in the chapter, that the uh, he says, verse 25, For I do not want you, to, brethren, you brethren, in Rome, to be uninformed of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own estimation, pride, 
that a partial hardening has happened to Israel, so some Jews will be saved, those are Messianic Jews, by the way, until, look at the point, until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, until the last Gentile is saved, and that elect person is brought into the body of Christ, the church, Jew and Gentile, one in Christ, one in Messiah, and uh, at that point is when the church age will close, the age of grace will close, and then I believe the seven-year tribulation period begins, and that's, of course, Israel back on center stage. But I hope that at least you know gives some insight and some help in terms of what replacement theology is. And... Um, um, and we'll uh, we'll kind of help you out. And yes, uh, I, I forgive me. It was it is Matthew eighteen and um, uh, not Matthew sixteen, where Jesus says, "I will build my church." Thank you so much for the correction, and uh, appreciate it. Uh, please, if I give a passage or a text out that is uh, not uh, accurate, please let me know, and by all means, let the other bloggers know because. I have been known to uh, mess up a verse or suddenly have uh, have a, a dyslexic moment or get my uh, get my chapters uh, uh, confused. I always remember Matthew 16 and uh, 18 because Matthew 16, 19, and 18, 18 are the, where Jesus uh, gives the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, 1619 to Peter, and then 1818 to the rest of the disciples. So uh, thank you so much. Here is Matthew 18, where Jesus says, I will build my church. But uh, finishing up in Job, before we get into a mass deliverance tonight, and we're going to give you an opportunity to get some prayer, to get some help. And I just want to encourage you, if nothing happens, the best thing you can do, praise God for that, because you're pounding away at the enemy within you. And... Uh, the enemy is both outside of us, keeping an eye on us, strategizing, scheming, and conniving, conniving and scheming. But most of that scheming and conniving, I believe, is done on the inside of us. And there's communication lines set up, and that's why we have to do the warfare prayers on a regular basis. Never let it become rote and Catholic or, or just uh, saying them in kind of a monotonous way. Uh, say it with meaning, believing in faith from your heart, and, and just kind of do like I do. Just, you know, salt and pepper it in between intercessory prayer and so forth. And uh, I always, uh, there's a great book we carry in the book room. One of the few things I can recommend by Bill Hybels called Too Busy Not to Pray. And I've always said commenting on it, if you're too busy and you're not praying, then you're too busy. And you need to jettison some things out of your life so that your prayer life can be paramount. Because that's where your power is for the day. And I, you know, follow the example of Jesus. And I can't say that I wake, I wake up uh, uh, regularly before sunlight because I don't. And I'd be lying to you if I did. And I don't want to do that. So, uh, like Jesus, and as I started out the program talking about truth, that God wants us to be near to him, but he wants us to approach him in truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. And that the Lord Jesus Christ is God the Son and the Son of God, and He is truth. We want to be people of truth. So I can't uh, I can't lie to you and say, but Jesus did set the uh, set the bar, and He uh, 
obviously woke up early in the morning to pray. Now, if Jesus needed to pray to the Father, what do we need to do? You think we're any? You think we're uh, anything beyond Him? I am light years away from Him. And if you're honest and want to uh, starve those pride spirits, so are you. We are light years away. Now, it doesn't mean we, we can't strive. You know, just because I can't uh, swim and I uh, forget the uh, brother Shannon, who was the guy who won the eight gold medals in the Olympics a few years back. Um. Man, I've been at it for a while. I was going to say Bruce Jenner. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think you're showing your age. I was going to say Mark Spitz, and that's really showing my age. But I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, uh, however, uh, he had eight gold medals. Well, just because I can't swim like him doesn't mean I'm not going to get in the water and swim. So just because I can't be precisely and exactly 100% like the Lord Jesus doesn't mean I'm not going to try. And uh, I'd encourage you to do the same. So set that pattern in the morning to prayer and learn what to bind, what to loose. Learn how to really warfare prayer and uh, get these warfare prayers memorized in your noggin, in your head, and utilize them. And, uh, and again, I believe that there will be some persecution before we're taken out. And I know people respectfully disagree, and I respect them, and uh, when it does happen, we can all wave to each other. But the 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 the, the, the truth is, is that I believe it's going to get. Uh, I think we will suffer persecution before that happens, before we're taken out, and uh, not experiencing the day of the Lord, the great day of wrath, because Jesus took our wrath on Calvary for us, and God's not mad at us. He took it out already on His Son. But the earth dwellers who are unsaved will be judged, and uh, but I will believe, I, I do believe it will get dicey. So what happens if they cart us off to the concentration camps, which I believe is is coming soon to a theater near us? Uh, and the only Bible we have, the only warfare prayers we know, are what's in our head. Are you going to be scrambling at that point? Are you, what's your response going to be? How will you take it? What will you do? And that's why it's so important right now, at this moment, to uh, know the warfare prayers and utilize them on a regular basis. And pray on a regular basis, because I believe that we can thwart this. You know, wouldn't it be great if uh, Satan is just about ready through Obama to declare martial law, and all of a sudden he's ready, just about ready to cross that goal line, the plane that which the referee says, puts his two arms up and says touchdown, and we send a huge angel to strip the ball, fumble it, and run the other way, and set back the devil's programs for another hundred years. That's what I want to do. And uh, Lord willing, Lord enabling, I, I believe we can do that. Because we've had uh, many, many, many hundreds and maybe thousands of antichrists through the years who have those spirits of antichrist uh, running them. I believe there's one day coming when there will be the anti-Messiah. But uh, I really think that, we, that God really wants to show himself strong and to bring perhaps even a fourth great awakening to the United States and maybe through the U.S. to the world and uh, rescue some more of the Jews to bring them into Messianic uh, belief and faith, believing, uh, 
and uh, and really use us to His glory. But that's why prayer is so important, and why it is essential that we be people of prayer and learn, know how to warfare pray, really pray, not just, oh, Lord, take care of the devil, he's hurting us, but really know how to bind the strong man and what to bind and what to loose and who to go after and know specifically and pray uh, intelligently. So tonight, we want to get into the mass deliverance and, again, to get a to have an opportunity to get some freedom and attack some of these these pride spirits within us. And you know, one of the best ways, and that's what I began by saying and pointing out, is that uh, nothing happens. Hit them. You're hitting them. Believe me, you can't feel it necessarily. You can't, uh, you know, see in the spirit realm. But you are accomplishing something just by knocking them down. Now, they're going to get back back up again, but you knock them down again. And you knock them down again. They get back, you knock them down again. One of the uh, things I do when I counsel people is to I, I tell them to starve their demons. And, uh, see, a lot of Christians want their demons to uh, kind of come through the, you ever, you ever gone to a baseball game or a football game and you got to go through the turnstile and they kind of check your pockets, make sure there are no weapons, and sometimes you even go through a metal detector if it's the Super Bowl or whatever. But, you know, to get through the turnstile, you have to be a certain uh, number of feet in your belly, uh, or inches rather, I should say. And uh, if you're too big, you're not going to get through the turnstile. You're going diff- to have a difficult time. And a lot of Christians end up feeding their Leviathan spirits with a lot of proud moments, proud words, proud attitudes. And these things are kind of like strengthening and growing larger and larger. And then they want to push them through a turnstile, but they're so fat, what they need to do is they need to starve them. And what I mean by that is do things that humble you. Do things that you know are going to humiliate the enemy and humble you because in some way sin gets them fat and we want to we want to get nice and skinny to push them out so when the angels push them out of the turnstiles they'll go i think you understand the imagery that i'm using there it's very important that you starve those spirits and because we're talking about pride tonight do humble things if you owe an apology to your mother to your father if you owe an apology to someone at work, if you owe an apology to someone at school, to a professor who you mouthed off at and the whole class laughed at you and thought it was funny, but you embarrassed and mocked his authority and mocked him, God does not bless that. Plus, you fed that pride because you got away with it and you were proud about it. You need to tell the Lord that you're sorry, number one. Number two, you need to tell the person that you're sorry, the person you offended, the person that you acted arrogant toward and mouthed off at, or whatever you said, harsh words like Leviathan spirits do on us, causes us to say stupid things, do stupid things, be hard on people. It's amazing how we're hard on our families because we know that, well, they're really not going anywhere. They're really not going to, you know, they'll have to forgive us. Listen, listen. Your family's going to be around you when your friends and most of your acquaintances are going to be gone. 
So you need to really minister to your family, and you need to humble yourself. You need to call them up maybe even tonight after the program and say, I am so sorry for the way I treated you. I am so sorry for the way I have dealt with you, and I was horribly wrong. You know, put some adjectives in it, meaningful, heartfelt adjectives. I was terribly wrong. Would you find it in your heart to please forgive me? And it's amazing how healing will take place within you and with the other person. Pastor John, I've done that, and the person just uh, put up their nose and 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 walked the other way. Well, they got their problems with Leviathan and unforgiveness and so forth as well. But you know, at least you did what you needed to do, and you starved some of those pride spirits within you. So that's what I'm going to encourage you tonight. We're going to go through just a brief prayer having to do with pride. And uh, then we'll go through uh, probably unforgiveness. Uh, So we're going to forgive people tonight. And then uh, maybe another prayer or two. And then I'll call down some angels and see if we can get you some help tonight. And again, this has nothing to do with Pastor John Gogan. In fact, you can even, you know, other than remembering uh, the truth that I'm sharing with you, I'm not even worthy to be in the picture. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son. And it's nothing about John Gogan. Uh, I am at best an unworthy servant, as Jesus says about all of us. But I'm at best an unworthy servant. And all I'm trying to do is, well, I'm just one, as I like to say, one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And in this case, the children's bread. So if you'll bow your heads, I'm just going to go through this prayer. And I'm not going to do it. Uh, bite-sized pieces like we normally do at our conferences, workshops, but I'm going to just uh, just pray it at a reasonable pace, and you, in your mind and heart, agree with me in faith believing. Again, you're, you're doing this to the Lord, and you're confessing it to the Lord, and uh, obviously there's enough blood shed at Calvary's cross to forgive anyone and everyone of whatever sin they've committed. Listen, the only sin that will not be committed, Jesus says, in this age or the age to come is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which I believe is when you're convicted of your sin as an unbeliever and you choose to reject the Holy Spirit's prompting and convicting power in your life of your sin and you tell him to go fly a kite to get out of the way, you don't want, listen, that, that, that cannot be forgiven because there's no way you can be saved unless you humble yourself and admit you're drowning in your sin and you need a savior. You need a rescuer, not from demons at the beginning, but from sin and its consequences, the lake of fire, hell. So tonight we're going to go through the forgiveness prayer. Second, and first we're going to deal with Leviathan. It's a very brief prayer. It's not really a a long prayer. But it quotes Proverbs 6.16. And uh, let's go through that and confess as sin, the sin of pride. And I'm also going to bring you through, Lord willing, Lord enabling, a little prayer so you can break the curse of pride on your family lines as well. Because it's so important to know that, again, none of us 
pride didn't begin with us. Pride began a long time ago in Eden with our first parents, Adam and Eve. And that curse has been coming down the family lines. That curse has been on our family lines for for a long time. So we'll see if we can... Uh, uh, break that curse as well. But for now, let's renounce pride. Again, Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen. You can uh, write that scripture down. Look it up later. He who conceals his sin, she who conceals her sin will not prosper. But whoever confesses and renounces, forsakes, will find mercy. So we want God's mercy, don't we? So let's renounce pride. If you just bow your heads, uh, have no noise in the background, no TV. Don't leave your cell phone alone. Just turn it off. And this, let's just mean it uh, to the Father, to God the Father, uh, and or God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And let's uh, pray from our hearts. A haughty look, that means a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that are swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among brethren are seven things that Yahweh hates, that the Lord hates, and are an abomination unto God. Proverbs 6.16 and 17. Father in heaven, I renounce these and turn away from them. I humble myself before you and come as a little child. I renounce unbelief and doubt and especially pride as sin and ask you to forgive me for entertaining them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen, amen, and amen. And you know as well as I know that when you pray that in faith believing, no, don't do it in unbelief, because it's just a bunch of words that just went up to the ceiling and fell back down. But when you and I pray in faith believing, we know that God forgives. Instantly, why? Because of what His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, did on Calvary. Now, we're on pride, so let's confess, or excuse me, let's break the curse of pride, too, that has come uh, over our family lines. So uh, just, again, agree with me in your mind and heart before the Lord, and let's break the curse of Leviathan. In Jesus' mighty name, I now break the curse of Leviathan back to Adam and Eve on all sides of my family lines and destroy any legal rights or grounds which give evil spirits reason to operate. I destroy all these in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. When Leviathan is present in our lives, and I know of no human being that hasn't had a problem with pride, it's just a matter of how many spirits of pride are there and how many times they've been proud. 
there's always a curse present riding on the family. You can rest assured. And that's why, you know, again, learning about curses is so important. Now, let's continue. Jesus talks about the importance, the absolute importance of forgiving people. It's so important to forgive others. And we've discovered that when you refuse to forgive others, when you refuse, and I refuse to loose others from what they owe us, money, an apology, whatever, that part of the judgment on us, Matthew 18, 34 and 35, is that Jesus says the Father will turn you over to the tormentors, turn me over to the tormentors, those are demons, tormenting spirits, until we have forgiven our brother and sister from our hearts. So if you don't forgive from your heart, you'll be turned over to the torturers, to the tormentors. That's, to me, that's a very frightening verse and one that is um, to be heeded. Matthew eighteen thirty four and 35. So important to forgive. You can read that entire chapter in Matthew 18 and come to an understanding of how important forgiveness is. God's forgiven us for $10 trillion worth of sin, and we can't forgive someone for $100 who owes us? No. Now, God does not doesn't take away our salvation from us. That's eternal. It's not temporary eternal life. It's eternal life. It's life everlasting. Life ages unto the ages. So that's permanent. What he does do is it, it, it impacts our closeness, our koinonia, our fellowship. It's kind of like you're born into a family, and you can renounce the family all you want, but that blood of that family lines is coursing through your veins. So the relationship is there. But the koinonia, the fellowship, when you had a fight with your mom or dad or a fight with someone in your family, the fellowship's gone. And that's the same thing. We lose our fellowship especially with bitterness and unforgiveness that's harbored in our hearts. Fellowship with God, fellowship with the person. And that's why uh, being a continual forgive, continuing ongoing forgiver is so important. And again, the forgiveness prayer and the warfare prayers should be done on a daily basis, sometimes hourly. Because you've got to forgive people who hurt and disappoint you. So let's... Um, Let's go through that. Father, I confess that sometimes I have not loved, but have chosen to resent certain people who've hurt and disappointed me. I have held unforgiveness in my heart for them, and I call upon you, Lord, to help me forgive them. I do not forgive the following people whether living or dead, who have hurt and disappointed me. 
And I ask God the Holy Spirit to bring to minds and hearts the faces, the first names of the people who need to be forgiven. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Father, I ask you to bless them if they're still alive. In fact, triple bless them. If they're unsaved, reach down and save them. And if they're saved, lead them into the full gospel. Lord, I also now forgive and accept myself for all of my many sins, faults, and failures. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, amen, and amen. All right, let's confess the sins of the fathers. In accordance with Leviticus 26, I do now confess the sins of my ancestors, the sins of the fathers, all idolatry, all witchcraft, occultism, lust, adultery, pride, hatred, divorce, perversions, rebellion, alcoholism and drug addictions, stubbornness, and wicked heart of unbelief. I claim 1 John 1, 9... And I break and lift the curses, whoredoms, and iniquities for me and my descendants. I command all evil spirits associated with these to leave me and my family now and go to wherever the Lord Jesus sends you. Let's continue. I come to you, my Lord Jesus, as my deliverer, and my healer, and my savior. You know all my problems, all the things that drive, torment, defile, and harass me. I now loose myself from every dark spirit, from every evil influence, from all satanic bondage, and from every spirit in me which is not a spirit of God. I command all such spirits to leave me now, especially Leviathan and pride spirits, and I confess that my body is a temple of God the Holy Spirit, redeemed, cleansed and sanctified by the blood of Yeshua. Therefore Satan has no more place in me, no more power over me, because of the blood of Jesus in his mighty name amen amen and amen all right let's do one more father in heaven I break and renounce cut and loose myself and all my descendants from all evil soul ties, which I 
may have had or have with lodges, religious systems, adulterers, drunkards, close friends, and cults, and related. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, amen, and amen. All right, just agree with me in faith, and I'm going to call down some angels and uh, do, a, do a few preparatory things, and we'll get right into commanding. Now, just just a word of, of, of uh, counsel and advice. Don't wait for something to happen in the sense of just have a, having a passive mind and kind of uh, learning to wait on God in some ethereal sense or whatever. Do not do that. You've got to actively engage your mind and your will to hate the enemy, to hate pride as a sin, and to hate pride and proud spirits. So pride is a, as an evil spirit. So will against them. And you may feel like all of a sudden you start yawning and yawning and yawning. Praise the Lord, because every yawn, something's leaving. You may burp, just a huge burp. Now, if you drank a Pepsi or drank some soda, you're probably just burping carbon dioxide. That's not, uh, you're not getting deliverance. But if you're in this kind of context and a pastor, teacher, and uh, a believer in <laughs> who knows the authority in Christ is commanding something out of you, you're probably getting deliverance. And uh, others, others of you may feel like there's a baseball phlegm coming up. We were praying with a brother and sister last, actually the brother and the, his wife in the background was getting deliverance, praise the Lord, last Tuesday. And uh, it was wonderful. You know, these things are just pouring out, and it's wonderful to hear that. So they do come up with retchings, and, uh, you know, the Old Testament says that the land vomited out its inhabitants as Israel was going in and the victory of the Lord and in the power of the Lord and fighting and kicking out the inhabitants. It says that the land was defiled by their sin and by their their wickedness, and it vomited them out. Uh, and the imagery there is the same thing that happens uh, a lot of times in deliverance. If you feel like there's a kind of like a ball of phlegm coming up, just cough it out, just retch it out. Get a paper towel, get some paper towels in a bag and just start have a heyday and, and just but you have to will against them. You can't remain passive in your mind and actively engage them. Make them go. If you believe you don't have demons inside of you, don't waste your time. Because you've got to believe the truth that they're there inside, not just around you, but inside. Only because uh, there's no verse in the Bible that says they're on the outside. They're on the inside. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, in prayer, you resist. You humble, your, you humble yourself, you, and then you resist. And that's what I'm asking you to do, to use your will to resist them, to hate them, to force them to leave, to realize that they're inside of you, and you've got to get them out. All right, let's call down some help. Satan, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we put you and all of your legions on notice that we're attacking you from our position in Christ at the right hand of God the Father in the third heaven. This is uh, Christ in his high priestly ministry at the Father's right hand, as Hebrews talks about, and we are in him spiritually. Therefore, we're far above Satan himself, you, Satan, and every other demon under your rank. All the principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, world rulers, rulers of darkness, kings, princes, and every other demonic rank under your command. 
In Yeshua's mighty name, Father, we ask you for sufficient, sufficient legions of the holy angels to bind all satanic forces in the air overhead where any, where any of the listeners are, and uh, that they will not be able to interfere in any way with God's people being set free. We further command in Yeshua's mighty name that all free demonic spirits, wherever their locations are, in their homes, or in their offices, cars, wherever they are, that these demons be securely bound and taken where Jesus sends them so that they cannot interfere. In fact, we command every wicked spirit to look up the third heaven at the right hand of the Father, that is, to your left demons, and he will tell you where to go. We also take authority from the third heaven where we are seated in Christ and remind every demon that you must obey when you're called by your function, your name or family name. You're to come out of God's people and leave immediately. We also bind and block all demonic transference, and we ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that the captives, us captives, can be set free. We want freedom. Jesus said, whoever the Son shall set free, sets free, shall be free indeed. In his mighty name, and all God's people said, Amen. All right, get some paper towels, well against them, and let's see if we can do some commanding here, especially and particularly against Leviathan spirits, and then we'll uh, close by boxing them up, and uh, praise the Lord. All right, all that pride, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All Leviathan spirits, come out of us right now. We're attacking you in the, from the third heaven. All that crown of pride, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the crown of pride that... Uh, it uh, comes in when uh, family line generational alcoholism enters. All the crown of pride, come on out. The crown of pride. Angels, go in and knock off that crown of pride and force them out. Jezebelic pride out of the women of God. You get out of these women of God. All the Jezebelic pride. I know how to manipulate my husband. I know how to manipulate and seduce men to get them to do what I want them to do. All the Jezebelic pride. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, pride. Leviathan. Father, uh, we just uh, loose angels right now to go in and cut off the heads of the serpents. To, to, uh, to completely uh, uh, cast their crowns at, at uh, off their heads, all their powers. In fact, we bind all Leviathan spirits from uh, being able to look at each other and gain strength. And we bind uh, pride from strengthening ever, any other demons, too, underneath their command. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All that pompousness, self-importance, come on out. All the haughtiness, self-exaltation, self-promotion, all the showy spirits, boasting, vanity, airs, pretense, self-applause, high and mighty. Come out of Jesus Christ's name. You out of God's people right now. Out of these men of God, women of God, young women of God, young men of God. Out of the children, too. Come on out, puffed up, stuck up, uppity, overbearing. Get out of Jesus Christ's name. All that pride. Come on, Leviathan. We know you're there. All that hardness. Come on, all spirits of hardness. Come on out. Hardness in relationships. Hardness to people. Hard-heartedness. That's literally hardening the muscles of our hearts to give us a heart attack. Get out of Jesus Christ's name. Out of the hearts right now. We confess the, the sins of being hard-hearted toward others, especially when we've been bitter toward them. We harden our hearts toward them. We also confess his sin, hardening our hearts toward God and toward his word. All that hardness come out of us right now in Jesus Christ's name. The Lord forgives us. Arrogance. Little pride. Big pride. Out in Jesus Christ's name. 
pride of knowledge, all that ethnic pride, black pride, black pride, black power, all the black pride, spirits of Eldridge Cleaver, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Eldridge Cleaver, come on out. All the spirits, come on out. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Eldridge Cleaver. Eldridge Cleaver, come on. All the spirits. Malcolm X, all that black pride, out of God's people right now in Jesus Christ's name. Out of God's people, all the black pride, white pride, come on, skinhead pride, all the pride spirits, we bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. German pride, Irish pride, Italian pride, Jewish pride, I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, demons. I'm well familiar with you Jewish pride. I've had that cast out of me. Come on out of Jesus Christ's name. All the Jewish pride. All the Jewish pride. Come on, all that ethnic pride. Come out of God's people right now in Jesus' mighty name. Come on. Come on. Caribbean pride. South American pride. Central American pride. North American pride. Come on. American pride. Out of God's people. All the pride of the states of the United States, provinces of Canada, all the Canadian pride, all the pride, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All that pride in who won the Super Bowl, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All the pride. I used to live in Green Bay, or I used to live in, in Pittsburgh. Come on, all that pride, I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Pride in knowledge, Bible knowledge pride, Christian pride. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of position and power, Roman Catholic pride. All the spirits, come on. Judaism pride, all the demons, come on, move, move, move. Haughtiness, self-importance, pride in judging, arrogance, self-conceit, self-love, self-exaltation, superiority. All the Leviathan, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. You get out of God's people. Come on, move all the way out. All that nursing pride, medical doctor pride, doctor pride. I got a, I got an earned doctorate. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Master's pride. Come on, move all the way out. Pride in education. Pride in education. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All that pride. Pride in education, pride in studies, pride in, uh, I've never been to school, but I know a lot. All that, all that uh, pride in, in being self-taught, we bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, move. All the ethnic pride, German pride, Scandinavian pride, all the ethnic pride, all the ethnic pride. Ethnic pride. Move it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every demon of pride, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, pride. Loose God's people. Come on. God loves it when we humble ourselves. Scripture says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Come on, hurry up, move right now. All that vanity, ego, self-righteousness, haughtiness, pompous, pride, arrogance, self-importance, 
self-exaltation. Hurry up, move. All that pride and sin. Look, I got away with that. Ooh, I'm pretty smart. Pride in seduction. Pride in flirtation. My policy is look, but don't touch. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All that pride. Come on, Leviathan. Father, send more angels. Wherever God's people are, send more angels, more angels right now to battle for them. In the heavenlies, on the earth, under the earth, and within people. Come on, move all the way out. All that pride and position. I'm a senior vice president. I'm a president of a company. I'm a vice president. I made this million, this many millions. I bind you in Jesus Christ. All the family name pride, too. I'm Scottish. I'm Irish. I'm British. My family lines go back to this. All that pride, I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. All that arrogance. All the arrogant spirits. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All marriage-breaking spirits. Come on, all the, all the covenant-breaking spirits. All the covenant-breaking spirits. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All the covenant-breaking spirits. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the Leviathan spirits that come in to break covenant with people. All the, all the uh, godly soul tiebreaker demons. All these spirits right now that just want to separate and divide. Come on, all that pride. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Haughty eyes. Get out of the eyes right now. All the haughty eyes to look pride. Walking tall pride. Come on out. All the rods of pride. All the demons, rods of pride that make people walk super erect. And they they deceive themselves into thinking it's just a it's a proper posture and I want to make sure my posture is good. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the rods of pride. Angels, go and pull the rods out. We repent of any and all pride in our lives. Out. We've broken the curse, demons. Come on, your legal grounds are gone. All the pride. All the pride. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Pride in, pride in getting away with something. Pride in thievery. Pride, pride in lying. Pride in lying. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. We are no, never more like the devil than when we're proud or we're lying. Because he is arrogant. He's also the father of lies. Now come out of God's people right now in Jesus Christ's name. Loose us and let us go. Loose us and let us go. All the pride. Come on up. Pride in lying. Pride in getting away with something. Pride in thievery, stealing. Pride in sin. Come on out. Pride in getting away with sin. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You loose. We are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. I bind you. Come on, David. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Now get out. You, you know what he said to you. 
We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, all that pride, big pride, little pride, ego. Ego, come on out. You know, you've got a big ego. Come on, big ego, come on out right now in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out, bullying pride. Pride in being a bully. Pride in bullying others. Pride in witchcraft. Pride in controlling others. Pride in manipulation. Manipulating others and being proud about it. I got my way. All those demons of pride that came in when we were little children. When we when we got our way with our parents, we got the toy we wanted, we got the money we wanted, we got the candy we wanted. All because we manipulated them when we knew exactly what we were doing. All that pride in manipulation. Pride in manipulation. All the pride in manipulation. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. All the pride. Pride in witchcrafting others. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. All the religious pride. I can't have any demons. People come to me for counseling. They tell me how wonderful I am and how God is so blessed and the church is so blessed to have me. All the religious pride. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the religious pride. All the religious pride. Come on. We know that all we are is like the moon. We're just going to reflect the sun's light to others, back to the earth, to others. All we are is reflectors of the sun's light. Come on, we're nothing. We don't have any light source of ourselves. We're just like the moon. Come on out of Jesus Christ's name. As the moon reflects the light of the sun to help the earth at night, when it's out, you know what? We're the same thing. John the baptizer said, I must decrease and he must increase. And that's the epithet over our lives. Come on, demons, move right now. All that pride, all the religious pride, religious pride, pride in church, pride in being a Baptist, pride in being a Lutheran, pride in being of some other denomination. Get out of Jesus Christ's name. Come on, out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All that pride. Come on, Jewish pride. Gentile pride. All the ethnic pride. Out of God's people. Get out of God's people right now in Jesus' mighty name. All the pride we bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now hurry up, move it. We are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Hurry up, move it right now in Jesus' mighty name. We are the sheep of his pasture. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus says that whenever you have done all that you can, you've done your best, you are still just an unworthy servant. And how many times do we fail even doing our best for the Lord? Come on, we're nothing. The Lord Jesus Christ is everything. All glory to God the Father. All the way out. Come on, move. Let's go. We want to be free. Holy Spirit, act, set their wills. Help them set their wills against it. 
against these spirits to want to be free, strengthen their wills, and ask God the Holy Spirit right now to well up those of us who are true, genuine Christians, well up within us to show these demons your power. Push them out. Push them up to the surface. Make them manifest. Come on, demons, manifest and leave in Jesus Christ's name. Manifest right now. I command you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ to manifest and leave. You get out of God's people. All the pride. Come on. All the pride, all the destruction that came in with pride. Because Scripture says pride goes in before destruction. So we know that that demon comes in and that eventually opens the door to destruction as he gets us to be proud in thought, word, deed, and attitude. Come on, all the destruction, destruction of marriage. Come on out. Destruction of health, destruction of spiritual life, destruction of prayer life, destruction of Bible reading. All that destruction, come on out. Get out in, God, in Jesus Christ's almighty name. Get out of God's people. Get out of God's people. All the destruction. All the alcoholic destruction. Eating like an alcoholic. Thinking like an alcoholic. Handling money like an alcoholic. All the alcoholic patterns. All the proud alcoholic Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the proud alcoholic spirits, crowd of pride, the crowd of Ephraim, out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Will them out, people. You're doing good. We've only got a few minutes left. Will them out. Fight them. Make them go. Jesus says in Luke 10, 19, Behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy over serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall by any means injure you. Now get out of Jesus Christ's name. We have authority over you, demons. Jesus Christ gave us the authority over you. The Lord Jesus Christ gave us the authority over you to fight you, to battle back the land. Just as Israel fought and retook Jericho City and other areas that God told them to go and attack and clean out. We're attacking you. Our land is our physical body and our souls, minds and emotions. Now come out in Jesus Christ's name. All the pride, all the destruction, all the destroying spirits. Come out, Apollyon. Come on, move, 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 move. You've lost your legal grounds. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name. You're doing good, people. We'll against them. we only got a few minutes left. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the pride, every demon that's been called by name or by function, we command you to leave right now. Father, send more angels. These demons are not obeying us. Send more angels. Attack them. Pull them up by the roots, angels. Come on. The deep root of pride in us. We want to be humble Supple servants of the Lord. We want to be able to have soft soils in our hearts. When the Word of God comes in, it can just immediately, that seed can take root and grow a hundred and a thousand fold. Come on, move. All these spirits. Pull them out, angels. Pull them out with your grappling hooks. Dig up the roots and put the blood of Jesus in those spaces so they cannot regrow. They cannot have the way within us. We want to be humble. 
Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, Scripture says. Humble yourselves. Holy Spirit, just give us creative ways to be humble men and women of God. Young men and young women of God. Come on, move. Four minutes left. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Hurry up, move it. Let's go. Let's go. All the pride. Big pride, little pride. Pompous. Arrogance. Haughty eyes. All the demons of pride in the eyeballs. All the spirits that cause us to look down on other people. Paul says in Corinthians, what do you have that you have not received from God? Then why do you glory in it as if you've not received it? God even gives us, loans us the next breath. He loans us the next breath. The air belongs to him because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything belongs to God. He even gives us the air to breathe. And we go around thinking we've accomplished so much. What do you have that you have not received, O man of God, O woman of God? Why do you glory in it as if you've not received it? Everything we have that's good and godly is of the Lord. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the destruction, all that destruction, destruction of friendships, destruction of employment, gainful employment, Destruction of our finances. All the destruction that came in with our own pride. We won't listen to anybody. We're not going to do it. We always know better. And we always end up in a mess. The Lord wants to clean up that mess. He can do it. Come on, all that pride, all the destruction. Come on out. All the destruction. All the destruction. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the destruction, all spirits of destruction, destruction of church life, all the destruction, let's come in. Get out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Move it. Two minutes left. We're going to box these things up. Come on, all the way out. Let's go. Will against them. Take advantage of the time. The angels are here. God's power. Jesus says in Luke 10 that the kingdom of God comes down. God's revealed it to babes. Out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. Let's go. But if I, by the finger of God, cast out demons, then the kingdom of God is here. Right now, the kingdom of God is in these homes, in the cars, offices, wherever the people are, wherever God's sheep are. The kingdom of God is right now touching us and in us and through us. Now, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, hurry up. One minute. Let's go. One minute, demons, or you're going back, or some of you are going in the, for, for the first time into these enclosures. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
Hurry up, move it. Move it, let's go. 20 seconds. It's back to the boxes, cages, and caves, damage. You don't like those things. You might, you might as well just go face Lucifer in the Dungeon of the Dragon. Hurry up. You're not going to have your way with us anymore. Jesus Christ said you will know the truth, and the truth will set us free. We want to be free. Hurry up. Move it. Let's go. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Five seconds. Let's go. Come on, chickens. Get out. Hurry up. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We tie you up in the spirit realm. We loose angels right now to go into us to battle. All right, we're going to box these things up. And we get that from the Old Testament where God told David to uh, box or put in enclosures, put in caves. These uh, these kings that he had captured, and that he would God, he God would tell them when to take when to uh, loose them and kill them. So uh, we're going to box these things up. If David could do it with earthly kings, ultimately who the demons were running anyway, we're going to do it with these demons. And all we know is it works. They hate it, and anything they hate, we love to do. Anything that they love, we should hate to do. So let's uh, let's agree in faith and do that. Father, right now, with everyone that you know who has received the measure of freedom that you, through the Lord Jesus Christ, have granted from on high, we thank you, first of all. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. What a tremendous high priest you are. What a tremendous Savior, healer, deliverer, redeemer, and soon-coming king. And we... Um, Take this opportunity to ask to have your angels go into us, put these demons that have gotten loose because of sin and willful rebellion on our parts and have not yet been kicked out to put these demons in enclosures that are 100, eh, let's make it 600,000 times too small. Seal these enclosures, caves and boxes, with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Shekinah light shine in them so they can have no rest. The demons love darkness. Let them have no more peace. Let the, let the, the, the light burn their beady eyes and singe their bodies, their spirit bodies, so they hate to be there, and all they want to do is leave. We also pray that your angels will, will assign themselves 24-7 to read scriptures they hate to hear, especially the future torment of fire. Father, they've tormented us, and Lord Jesus, they've tormented us a hundred thousand times for for so many generations. Let them receive what they've dished out, and uh, in full measure. We also pray that the angels of life and health and healing and restoration in myriads of numbers will come into us, pour the balm of Gilead, the oil of the Holy Spirit, and the all-powerful blood of Jesus Christ everywhere as they've uh, been forced to leave and they may have trashed uh, where they were, the areas where they were uh, residing, in our souls, in our bodies, physical bodies, 
in our hearts and around our human spirit where the Holy Spirit and the new nature reside. Let that bring full shalom, full peace, full healing, full restoration. We also want to walk in the freedom, Lord Jesus, that you've given us. Help us through your precious Holy Spirit to walk the freedom out that we've received from your hand tonight. To not choose to be proud, but choose to be humble. To not choose sin, but choose righteousness. So that we can be blameless like Job and others, Joseph and so many others in the scriptures. We also pray that you'll cover us, our families, our properties, and possessions of which we are stewards for the kingdom of heaven, to protect us from any and all satanic and demonic backlash for daring to come against the enemy. And we ask all these things in the almighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Brother Shannon? Amen. John, it was a pleasure to have you on tonight. Uh, before you go, would you give out your contact information, please? Yes, sir. And again, let me thank you, Brother Shannon. I am so so honored to uh, to be with you and uh, to just be a part of Omega Man Radio. And uh, the news is getting out, and let's continue to uh, get as many people set free and cleaned up as are willing and uh, and are, are who truly want to know the truth that can truly set free the full gospel of Jesus Christ, salvation, deliverance, and healing. Amen. And uh, I am Pastor John Gogan, and the contact information is uh, the church's uh, phone number, primary office number, which is 716 area code 655 and if you have any further questions about anything uh, talked about tonight or any areas that you would like uh, to uh, to ask me a question or make a comment, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I do not argue. Uh, if you want to change my position uh, that Christians cannot have demons, um, it's too late. I, uh, as Pastor <laughs> Worley used to say, I uh, if I'm dreaming, whatever you do, don't wake me up. And... Um, the, uh, however, if you're, if you're truly interested and you want to know some things and we can help you, uh, we have a tremendous book room, and uh, the book room can really use the business and really appreciates uh, and thanks you in advance for any business you can give it. We try to ship within 24 hours of the time of our, of our um, reception of the order by way of email. We take PayPal. Uh, we're hoping shortly and not long from now to get a, a cart for the book room, so you can kind of just order it online. But until then, we got to work through PayPal and just email me. You can get a list uh, at agapebible.org. It is not a current list, but we are working on that, on getting a current list, a good list up there. But in the meantime, as I said, you're welcome to call me right at pjservant at arrow.com. Call it the phone number I just gave you. And again, you can uh, get us at agapebible.org. If you know anybody in the Richmond, Virginia area, or if you yourself are in the Richmond, Virginia area, and uh, would like to come down, come up, wherever, whatever state you're in, we would. I'd love to be able to meet you personally, give you a hug, and um, I promise I don't bite. And... Uh, would uh, would just really uh, enjoy meeting you and uh, delight uh, have just have uh, would be delighted to uh, to have the opportunity to uh, to meet you. 
the contact, oh yeah, the contact information uh, for the Richmond meetings is uh, my good friends uh, Ike and Barbara uh, Rocca is their name, and that's R-O-C-C-A, Ike and Barbara Rocca, and uh, I do not have their phone number on me, but you can call me at the church office at 716-655-5008. I thought I had it. Uh, my sincere apologies. And um, you can probably reverse uh, look it up. Um, 9212 Fisk Road, Richmond, Virginia. And uh, you can probably reverse uh, phone number and look it up for yourself. But if you really want it, would love to give it to you. Just call the church office at 716-655-5008, as I said. Or email me, pjservant at AOL.com, pjservant AOL.com. And we'll get the, you can also go to agapebible.org, and you can uh, send me a uh, message there as well in the uh in in the uh, chat room, whatever uh, is there. So uh, otherwise, I'd give you the phone number, and uh, but we can get we we can get that to you, no problem. And uh, we also have our conference coming up, our spring conference. It kicks off the uh, new year, and uh, our first conference is in the spring, and it is here at Agape Bible Church. And if you'd like to get on the mailing list, we send out a flyer about a month in advance. So uh, it's the 25th of March, so the flyers will be going around out around the 25th, 26th, uh, 27th of, of uh, February, and uh, before our Virginia, Richmond, Virginia mini workshop, and we'd be glad to send one to you, just free of charge, and you can uh, join us for our full conference. If you've been to Hagowish, it's the exact same thing, and. Um, uh, we would love to see you again. It'd be a, just a real joy to be able to uh, agape hug you and to meet you personally. And uh, I'll tell you, I don't know how God does it. This will be our 53rd conference, and uh, we've had them for 18 years, whatever. And uh, this is our 53rd conference, and we have three a year, so you can do the math. And the every time it seems like the Lord just. Uh, comes down in glory, and each conference just like I don't know how the Lord bests Himself, but He always does. And again, would love to see you. So, Brother Shannon, it, it was such a joy, and is such a joy to be on the air with you. And hopefully, you know, it's it's worth it to me if one person gets some good freedom tonight. Amen. God bless you for coming on, Pastor John. We'll see you next week, brother. Sounds good. Love you in the Lord. Bye bye. Love you, brother. Thank you. Folks, that was Pastor John Gogan of agapibible.org. He's got a great book room, and I would encourage everybody to go over there and uh, support the ministry of Pastor John Gogan up in our East Aurora, New York. And uh, we'll be putting uh, information on his new uh, conference that should be coming out, I think, um, end of this month. Well, I don't know how my Internet is holding up, but I'm going to continue as long as I can. And uh, if you cannot hear me, or I'm just cracking up too bad, let me know and I'll go to music. But I was just alerted that uh, there is the witch school in progress. So saints, I'm asking you to agree with me in prayer. We cannot let that uh, continue without uh, helping them tonight. So Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I agree with the brothers and sisters out there tuning in right now. And we lift up all the participants in the witch school right now.
Right now, we just bind and cage every strongman and every person that is listening to the witch school right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I throw their strongmen into cages a thousand times too small for those strongmen. And I filled up with the blood of Jesus to the top right now. And I bind every single demon inside the witches, the warlocks, the Wiccans, the pagans, the Satanists, the Luciferians, whatever they call themselves, that are listening to witch school tonight. I just bind and cage their demons individually. And I forbid the demons to communicate with one another in the name of Jesus. I fill each of those cages up with the blood of Jesus right now. And Father God, we just put a tent of the Holy Spirit over all the covens involved in the witch school. And we break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spills, all hoodoo, voodoo, witchcraft, all effigies, every psychic prayer, every astral projection that's coming out of those covens, and we just break it off of the people of God out there, and we send it back to these witches, to the demons inside of them, sevenfold right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I just cover everyone out here with the blood of Jesus tonight that's tuning in. And I ask, Father God, that you'd loose warrior angels down right now to surround each of those witches in attack formation. Angels of God, start attacking and sorting the demons. Attack, no mercy. Sort them in the name of Jesus Christ right now. I ask, Father God, you'd loose blindness and confusion on all the demons inside the witches in the name of Jesus. I ask, Father God, that you just spin the minds around and around of all these demons in Jesus' name. I loose the spirit of Babylon into all the demons right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I ask, God, that you would fragment the mind and souls of these demons right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I ask, God, that you would show these witches mercy. Send the Holy Spirit to convict them of their need for your son, Jesus Christ, before it's too late. And any of these witches that would ask or project, we just cut their silver cords right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let me go to my next caller. Caller, area code 502. You're on the air. How are you tonight? Hi. Um, I called before, and I was calling again because... Um, on the other show you had the other night, I think it was a couple nights ago, about Backlash. Yes. Um, I was listening to it, and seemingly everything was okay. But tonight, um, I got backlashed, and um, I noticed that the spirits that have been coming into my house are the ones that John Franklin had prayed with me about to get him out of my house. Yes. And they started sending spirits in to punch me and to bite me and to um, block me from talking to tell them to leave. So they were just piling on me, and some went into my body. I could feel them like tight knots in my body. Any idea and, uh, what the demons are? Um, I, I I feel like I hear the original voice with the impersonators, like something's talking with them, but using their sound quality and type. And I remember a time period when I lived downtown many years ago that I heard those spirits' voices. They were very brutal. Very, Let me um, ask you a question. Uh, have you walked through your house to see if you have any occultic items that could be bringing them in? Yeah, I went through it thoroughly. I went ahead and, um, in fact, I'm moving, and I started um, 
packing things today, so I went through it even extra cautiously. Okay. And I noticed that um, everything that I had, I pretty much trashed. That was I want to go down a list of items. Do you have any uh, any kind of occultic uh, books? No. Any? Uh, do you have any uh, Roman Catholic paraphernalia, like rosary beads or any of the saints or statues? No. Uh, do no. you have a cuckoo clock? Any no. any little frogs? No. Any owls of any type in your house? Okay. Um, no. Do you have any people that come to visit you or live with you that uh, don't know Jesus Christ? Uh, not really. I mean, not really. I'm kind of isolated, so nobody comes here pretty much. Um, the only thing I could think of is maybe it's backlash. Um, I used to um, um, go to Hegwish Baptist Church a lot, and I lived there for okay. a while. So I've awesome. had a lot yeah. of training in deliverance. And I'm preparing to move back, and I think partly the devil is trying to deter me. And well, we're going to pray tonight. You know, you know Jesus Christ is your Savior, correct? Correct. Okay. And these attacks, do they typically happen when you go to bed, or they just happen any time of the day? Well, as soon as I put your program on, they hit, but they hit about an hour before that. I think um, they hit mostly in the evening. Well, here's what I would tell you to do. We're going to pray right now, and I'm going to ask God and loose his warrior angels to go through that home and arrest oh, any foul you. spirits that may be on the grounds. But what I would recommend you do if you're not already doing that is uh, sleep with your Bible. Okay. Get a good King James Bible. And then okay. I would get it on tape. Uh, you can get it like off of iTunes, or you could go down to a, a bookstore and get it on CD and play the Bible in the background throughout the day and night. It doesn't have to even be up very loud because the demons have sensitive hearing. And I can tell you when I used to be attacked at night, when I started playing the Word of God at night, uh, the attack stopped. So, uh, you know, the demons don't want to hang around for the Word of God. They'll go somewhere else to an easier target. So that's just something I would do. And also, if you haven't done it already, you just go around and anoint all your uh, your doors and windows with oil. I did that and, already, uh, yeah. Okay, good. Dedicate it to the to Jesus Christ. Well, let's pray right now. Can you hear me okay on this connection? Yeah, I can hear you, but okay. I was also wondering if you can ask the Lord if he can attack the demons that live in my voice box that prevent me from uh, commanding them to leave myself because there's a, some kind of blocker spirit in there, and I don't think it's deaf and dumb, but he won't let me speak during the time that these attacks take place. It's like um, he prevents um, me from uh, doing anything. It's, it's like um, no sounder. I think it's a blocking spirit. And if well, you let me ask you another Lord. question too. I don't know much about your background, but uh, were you were you ever involved in the occult before you came to Christ? Um, I was briefly like the average person. I dabbled with tarot cards when I was okay. in my twenties. Have yeah. you renounced and I have, all that? I have confessed to the sin okay. and had curses Good. broken off of me. How about any? Um, how about any um, the use of drugs or alcohol in the past? Um, in the past, but I've renounced that. Renounced it too. Okay. Did you go through and look at your generational lines? Anything come to mind? Uh, any family or ancestors that were involved in the occult? Um, they were, but they got saved and they repented and renounced it. Okay. It's just sort of like the curiosity kind of thing where they went to a seance once and okay. um, they confessed to the sin and they got born again. Well, you know, the uh, we're all going to be attacked. But it says, if we resist the devil, he shall flee. So, you know, greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. And um, we're going to pray for this right now. Well, Father God, I just lift up the sister right now in the name of Jesus Christ, and I cover her with the blood of Jesus. 
and I break any hex, vex, curse, spell, hoodoo, voodoo, witchcraft, any lotion, potion, enchantment, any psychic prayer or bewitchment, any form of sorcery or witchcraft that is being sent against her, I break and cut it off her, and I send it back to the original demonic sender sevenfold in Jesus' name. And I break and cut any evil soul ties between this sister and anyone else that may be connected to her. We just break and cut it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I ask that you and loose warrior angels to surround this sister right now in the name of Jesus Christ and just to start walking around this property that she's living on. Angels of God, if there's any demonic spirits on that property, I command you to arrest them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I ask that um, you would take and spin the minds of any demons that are attacking this lady around and around right now. And I ask that you would fragment the mind and soul of any demons that are attacking her in the name of Jesus. Now, ma'am, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to any demon inside of you. I bind a strong man right now, first off. And I throw you in a cage filled with the blood of Jesus. And I bind all foul spirits inside of you. Father God, and loose more angels to surround her in attack formation right now in Jesus' name. Angels of God, go in there and start sorting these spirits. And I also ask God you secure the telephone line right now in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of Boise. We forbid you to interfere with this communication. Now, I forbid you demons to communicate with one another. And I'm loose blindness and confusion on you in the name of Jesus Christ, you foul spirits. Now, you foul spirits, you're going to start coming up and out, and as you do, you're going to come out, and you're going to go to where Jesus sends you right now, and you're not going to wretch her. The Lord rebuke you. Be weakened, you foul, wicked spirits, in the name of Jesus. Be weakened right now. The Lord rebuke you. Angels of God, go in and take the armor, the weapons, and any power away from these demons right now, and I cut off any reinforcements between these demons and anything that would try to empower them. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cut off all connectors between the demons inside of you right now and anything outside of you in the heavenlies. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want to talk to the strong man. I command you to manifest and come up. Who's in charge? Be weakened in the name of Jesus. Angels of God, go in there. Take a sword at the lowest point of this sister and start driving these foul spirits up and out. I want to know who's in charge. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ma'am, just take a deep cough in your stomach and just start the process. Just take a, a cough it out. Okay. Um, they're, they're pushing against my back like they're still trying okay. to get in. You foul wicked spirits. Wherever you may be, on the outside or inside, I bind you. And I command you to go to Tartars right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against any foul wicked spirit in your throat, in your back. Angels of God, go in there and start chopping them up. Ch- chop off all the roots in the name of Jesus Christ. You wicked spirits, as I call your name, you're going to come out. And you're going to go to Tartarus. Incubus and succubus. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Come out. Loose and let her go. Lilith, I bind you. Angels of God, attack Lilith. Chop her wings off and her feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out right now. You foul screech out in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord rebuke you. I break off any witchcraft that is coming to you as you've slept. Any tares that have come in and been sown into you as you slept... I break and cut off of you, and I command you foul spirits to come out in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm talking to you wicked spirits. I reprogram you in the name of Jesus, and I command you to engage in civil war. Attack each other right now. Civil war. Satan divided against himself cannot stand. 
The Lord rebuke you. Be weakened in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I ask that you would fire your arrows to pierce these demons through and press your finger down on whatever spirit has been blocking her. You foul wicked spirit in the throat, I bind you. Come out right now. Loose her and let her go right now. All blocking spirits, I bind you. Come out. All the way out. Loose her throat. Loose her human spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. And I break the yoke off of your neck in the name of Jesus Christ. All the way out. Come out. Come out. Lust. Shame. Filth. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits of witchcraft, come out right now. Any occultic spirits, come out. I rebuke you. Loose and let her go right now. Doubt and unbelief. Bitterness, unforgiveness, come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Mind control, are you in there? Mind control, are you in there? I bind you. Occult mind binding. End time mind control. Religious mind control. Mind binders. Octopus. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels of God, go in there and pull this marine spirit out. Cut off its seven legs, and the eight legs in the name of Jesus Christ. Cut off all their tentacles and suction cups. And if Leviathan's in there, angels of God, go in there and chop the seven heads of Leviathan off right now. Take the sword of the Lord and start scraping those skulls off. Plunge a meat hook inside and rip this foul, wicked spirit out and put it on the beach. Tack it down. Let the birds and the fowls there feast on it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would turn the water that these marine spirits swim into into the blood of Jesus right now. Come out right now. Who's in charge? I want to talk to the strong man. I command you to manifest and come up and out, demon. Tell me who's in charge. Angels of God, go rip the strong man and bring it up. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Spirit of infirmity, are you in there? I bind you. Come out. Loose her and let her go. Backbreaker, come out. Arthritis. Cancer, I bind you. Loose and let her go right now. Diabetes, you come out too in the name of Jesus. I command you foul spirits to come out right now. Father God, I just stand in the gap for this sister and I break and cut any generational curses going back to Adam and Eve on both sides of the family in the areas of sexual sin, witchcraft, and the occult. In the name of Jesus Christ, I break and cut it off her. I cut off this curse of the bastard on both sides of the family. And I command any demonic spirits that have come in through generational curses to come out right now in Jesus' name. I break and cut any ungodly soul ties between her and others. And I command any demons that came in through soul ties to come out right now in Jesus' name. Be weakened to start coming out. I pour the blood of Jesus Christ down all of you demons' throats right now. Drink the blood of Jesus and come out. How are you feeling right now? Around, they're moving my shoulders and my my body real rapidly. Demons in the shoulders that are moving right now in the shoulders. I bind you. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you to come out. You cannot stay. If you've got a legal right to be in there, then I want to know what it is. Otherwise, you are squatters and you're leaving right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Angels of God, go in there and just start sorting these spirits. Father God, I ask that you would press your finger down on these demons. I loose the terror of Jehovah God on you, you foul, wicked spirits. In the name of Jesus.
Father God, I ask that you loose hornets of heaven dipped in the blood of Jesus to sting these foul spirits. Angels of God, go take a tong and go up to heaven and get a hot coal off the altar and drop it into the mouths of each of the demons that choose to stay in the name of Jesus Christ right now. Come out. Come out. Loose and let her go. I command you to be weakened in the name of Jesus, foul spirit. You demons, everything you have done to her sevenfold recompense back on your head right now. All the torment and pain you've caused her sevenfold back in your head in Jesus' name. Who's in charge? I want to talk to the strong man. Who's the chief? Maybe you are children of fools with no name. Is that what it is? Maybe they didn't even have a name for you. They just gave you a number. You're so, such an insignificant demon. Is that right? Angels of God, keep smiting. If they have any hair, angels of God, shave them bald in the name of Jesus Christ. And any of these demons have wings, I command an angel on both sides of the demon to rip the wings out of the sockets right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, send more angels. I command all out civil war. I reprogram you demons. Start attacking each other in the name of Jesus Christ. No mercy. Throw your strong men out right now. Be weakened in the name of Jesus Christ. Keep on coming out. Keep on coming out. Kundalini, are you in there? Angels of God, go in and take any serpents. Boa, python, kundalini, cobra. Cut their head and tails off right now. Come out right now and loose and let her go. I cut the tail off any scorpion spirits. Any stingers. I command you to come out right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Flesh eaters. I bind you. Hyena, come out. Jackal, come out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Abaddon, Apollyon, Belial, Beelzebub. I bind you. Come out of her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Any foul spirits that came in through transference of spirits to the laying on of hand. I bind you. Oh, you in there? What's your name, demon? Uh, we we are um, territorial spirits. How did you get in? We were invited in. How did she invite you in? Give me details. She didn't. Her doorkeeper did. Who's the doorkeeper? That's his name, doorkeeper. He says, go in, go in. And rip her up. That's all he says. I forbid you're not going to harm her. Territorial spirits. I may let you stay a while longer, but you've got to give me information. Who else is in there with you? Oh, well, we've got the spirits of uh, uh, mind control, um, witchcraft control, uh, and uh, premature death and death. Premature death and death, I bind you. You come out right now. Death and destruction, suicide. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Mind control. Witchcraft mind control. You territorial spirits, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you to loose and let her go. In the name of Jesus, doorkeeper. I command you to manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. Who else is in there with you? Come out. Go to Tartarus. Angels of God, take them to Tartarus. Bind them hand and foot and carry them to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Doorkeeper, are you in there? I break down your door. 
with the battle axe of the Lord right now, in the name of Jesus. I command you to say, I'm coming out in Jesus' name. Be weakened and come out. I send you to Tartarus right now. Doorkeeper, come out in the name of Jesus. Go. Um, he invited the demons from um, her apartment in. He said, um, possess her and don't ever let her come up to use her own voice. That's exactly what he said. What's your name, demon? I'm one of the demons from the house. I command you from the house. You're attached to the house. What's your name? I'm not giving you my name. You know what? Look at my armor right now. You see my commission? I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Be weakened in Jesus' name. Do you see Jesus Christ standing next to her? Yes. My name's you, Passivity. Passivity. You bow your knee to the Son of God right now. Jesus Christ. Who's her deliver her? Passivity? I loose boldness into her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I loose the seven spirits of God into her right now and ministering spirits. In the name of Jesus Christ, be weak in passivity. And Sam, coming out. Coming out. I say I'm, I'm going to Tartarus. I'm out. I'm late, but I'm not. Um, no, I bind I'm not you. Not going to Tartarus. You go where I tell you to go. I bind you, angels of God. Smite this foul spirit. Sort it right now. Sort passivity through right now. And I pour the blood of Jesus down your throat. Passivity. Say I'm coming out and going to Tartarus. Coming out, going to Tartarus. In Jesus Christ's name. Jesus Christ's name. Go now. As you confess, so be it unto you. Angels of God, rip out passivity. Go. Come out. Come out. Come out, passivity. Come out. Angels of God, rip passivity out in the name of Jesus Christ. Cut off any roots. It's attached to her. Any foul spirits attached to that home. I bind you. Come out right now and leave that house in Jesus' name. Go to Tartarus with passivity. I bind you to passivity. Okay, I want to talk to the next... Who's in charge right now? Who's in charge? Just hang on the line, ma'am. We're going to continue on. I want to talk to the demon in charge. Who's in charge? Be weakened and come up and out. The chief, I'm talking to you. I arrest you in the name of Jesus Christ, and I smite you with my sword of the Spirit right now. What's your name, demon? Angels of God, go ahead and bring the demon up to the service right now. Who's in charge? I want to talk to the chief. Be weakened in the name of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus. Father God, I thank you for the deliverance that's occurring right now, and I ask that you unloose more warrior angels. Father God, and let the Shekinah glory just shine on her right now, and let the Holy Spirit power just go in and burn these foul spirits out of their hiding places. You demons, I command you to start coming out. And you're going to go to where Jesus sends you right now. Come out. All the way out. Come out. You loose your grip on her. You will not hurt her. You will not wretch her. Death, destruction, suicide, murder, rage, envy, bitterness. Come out. Come out. Doorkeeper, mind control, witchcraft, mind control. All territorial spirits, I bind you. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels of God, go grab the chief and bring it up. Start choking it. 
put a three cold fold cord around his neck and just choke the the spirit to the surface. What's your name, demon? Angels of God start smiting these demons. Thrust them through with the swords. Thrust them through with your swords, angels of God. Who's in charge? I want to talk to the demon in charge. All glory and honor be to Jesus Christ, who is inside of this lady right now. Demons, I command you to manifest and come up to the top. Who's in charge? Look at my armor, demons. I have a commission, and my to cast you tonight. You have a legal right to be in her? Declare it right now, you're coming out. I am seated with Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavens, high above all your principalities and powers and your territorial spirits and even your fallen angel named Lucifer. Satan now, he lost his first estate. He's ugly now. He can only masquerade as an angel of light because he lost his beauty. And one day all the nations will look at him and say, is this the, the one that deceived the nations? I bind you, you demons, in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus says, I give you all authority. Whatsoever you shall ask my name, I shall do. And I'm asking, Father God, that you would loose warrior angels to come down and start smiting these demons in Jesus' name. Signs that shall follow them that believe as they will cast out devils in my name. And so I cast you out, you foul wicked spirits, in the name of Jesus right now. Start coming out. Start coming out right now. And you're not going to hug her as you do. I cancel any of your assignments of death. Over. You will not harm her. I reprogram you and I reassign you. You demons, your assignment now is to come out and start attacking each other as you're doing it in Jesus' name. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He hath appointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised. You foul, wicked spirits, come out of her right now. Who's in charge? I want to talk to the chief. Who's the centurion? Are you in there? Who's in charge? You afraid, demon? You spirit of fear and paranoia, come out of her right now in Jesus' name. All spirits that have been choking her and lodging in her throat and have been binding her and blocking her, I don't have to know your name. I just know your function, and you know who you are. I command you to come out right now. Be weakened and come out in the name of Jesus. Loose your grip on her and let her go. Just take another deep cough and cough them out. You must go. All spirits of unclean devils, come out right now in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Angels of God, take a sword and go down at her and lowest point in her body and just start thrusting these things up and out. I cut off any roots. Any things that would hold these demons in. You demons are going to make yourself small and start coming out. All witchcraft. All mind control. Come out. Angels of God, go in there and find giant squid. Cut off its seven tentacle legs, all its suction cups. Poke its eye out and cut off its beak. In the name of Jesus Christ, pull that old marine spirit out of there. Osmodeus, are you still in there? 
Asmodeus, come out. Come out. All spirits that have been attacking her at night or by day, I'm talking to you. Oh, you attack- oh, 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 you're going to have to come against our rulers in the heavenlies. You don't know how bad she's been getting attacked. What's your uh, name? Night and day, they want her dead. Well, you know what? I cancel your assignments of death. And you know what? I smite you with the, my sword of the spirit right now. Be weakened and come out. I smite you with the blood of Jesus. You foul, wicked spirit. Tell me your name right now. Angels of God, pull this one that just spoke out and choke it until it speaks. In Jesus Christ's name. I bind all the principalities and powers and rulers of darkness located in the state where this lady lives. I bind all principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in high places that have been giving orders and instructions to the demons to attack her. I cut off any line of communication. Angels of God, chop off the communication lines right now. I forbid any communication between the principalities and powers in that state and these demons right now. I forbid it in the name of Jesus Christ, because whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So I bind all the communication lines. You spirit that just spoke, what's your name? I command you to speak. Tell me your name, demon. Who's given you your instructions? Angels of God, sword this demon right now in Jesus' name. <coughs> sword it. No mercy. Cut off its feet. Put a, a meat hook in its mouth, angels of God, and rip it out. Take it to Tartarus. You're out of there. Go in Jesus' name. Um, they're sitting on the body and all over it, and they pinch and bite. You know and what? Um, they're getting the orders from kings. Who's the king in charge? The king's on the outside. He's given orders saying any spirit that comes near her, pinch her, bite her, attack her. That's the order. What's the name of the king that you take orders from? It's a spirit of religiosity and a spirit of Catholicism. What's your and name? And we've got another one that's a spirit of death. What's your name, demon? Spirit of the whore. Do you have any legal right to be there? No, but I can tempt her, can't I? <laughs> no. Angel, do you, demon, do you see Jesus Christ standing next to you? Spirit of the whore, <laughs> answer me. Do you see the Son of God? Yes. Bow, bow your knee to the Son of God right now. Angels of God, take a firebrand and stamp into this forehead of the spirit of the whore. Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. <laughs> stamp into it. I love Jesus Christ. Spirit of the whore, I want you to listen to me very carefully. Look at the seal inside of this sister. Do you see it? Angels of God, turn their turn this demon's head and make it look at her seal. Do you see the seal? Yes. She is saved until the day of redemption. Now, who else is in there with you? Who's your Arrest chief? Development. Who's your chief? Who is in control inside right now?
I'm talking to you, demon. Who's in charge? Spirit of the whore, come out right now in the name of Jesus. You're going to Tartarus. I'm done with you. Go to Tartarus. Arrested development, come out. Go to Tartarus. Spirit of religiosity and spirit of Phariseeism, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. You're going to Tartarus. Angels of God, beat these things unmercifully and rip them out. I want to talk to the next one in charge. Angels of God, bring it up. Who's the chief right now? Be weakened in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels of God, go back down and just start sorting these demons for being disobedient. Unloose obedience into you demons and unloose the spirit of Babylon. And I put a wall of fire around her in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. There will be no more communiques coming in from that king. You've been cut off. I cut off your communication lines, demons. And angels of God, the king that was sending the orders, I dispatch a legion of warrior angels to find that king. Arrest it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Take its power, its weapons, and its shields and carry it to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Now, demons that are acting as shield demons for the, the chief, I command you to come out right now. Go to Tartarus in Jesus' name. I bind you. I bind all of you demons right now, and I throw you into individual cages a thousand times too small for you, and I fill it up with the blood of Jesus. Who's in charge, demons? Make it easy on yourself. Tell me who's in charge. Y'all are nothing but a bunch of cowards. Isn't that right? You don't even want to speak. Angels of God, go in with the sword of the Lord at the lowest point and drive the spirits up. Drive the strong man up in the name of Jesus. I lose confusion on you, demons. Father God, I ask for reinforcements, that you would spin the minds of these demons around and around in the name of Jesus Christ. That you would fragment the minds and souls of the demons right now. And I ask that you would loose your terror on these demons. I ask, Father God, that the plagues of Egypt, all ten plagues, you'd loose to smite these demons with them right now in Jesus' name. I also ask that you'd loose fire, hellstone mixed with brimstone to smite these demons right now. Just like you sent against Sodom and Gomorrah. Angels of God, take the sword of the Lord and start smiting these demons in Jesus' name. Who's in charge? I want to talk to the chief. I command you to speak and manifest. What's your name, demon? I am seated with Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. You have no right to remain silent, because I'm ordering you right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, to speak. Loose her tongue right now. Loose her throat. Any demons that are biting her and pummeling her, I bind you. And angels of God, bind them hand and foot. And put them on their knees right now, in front of Jesus Christ. Take, take chains, and just chain these Demons that have been attacking her physically right now together. Chain them with a real tight chain. Angels of God. Now, I cut off all cords, tethers, silver cords, ley lines that are attached to this lady 
and are conduits for any demons to come in. And I just cover her with the blood of Jesus right now. How are you feeling, sister? Feeling a lot better. I feel some of them that are literally coming off of my skin, and some of them I feel come out of my throat. But I feel like there's a tight band around my waist, like um, band. Around your waist? Okay. Yeah. Right, right now, angels of God, take the sword of the Lord and cut that band around her waist, around her throat, around her mind. And angels of God, cut off any shackles that are attached to her, any bands, fetters, any cords that have been tied around her in the name of Jesus Christ. I command it to be loosed in the name of Jesus right now. Now, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the strong man inside of you. I command you to manifest and make yourself known. Come up to the top. I want to talk to the demon in charge. What's your name? If you've got a legal right to be in there, I command you to speak and tell me what it is. Or you're a trespasser. You're going to come out right now. I give you power to tread on all serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall any wise harm you. Whatever you shall ask in my name, it shall be granted unto you. Father God, I ask in Jesus' name that you would loose Michael and his warrior angels to come down and assist us right now. We've got some disobedient spirits. Michael, I'm asking for Michael, Father Jehovah God, right now, that you would loose him with his detachment of angels to come down and surround her. In the name of Jesus Christ. Michael, I command you to go in there and pull this demon out, manifest it, bring it up to the surface. Who's in charge? I cut any string attached to your tongue. Loose her throat and let her go. Any blocking spirits, I bind you. And I command you to loose your grip on her right now. Loose her throat. Make yourself small and start coming out. In the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. Weakens you. I smite you with the blood of Jesus Christ right now. Just take a deep cough, sister. Come out. You demons, come out. Just loosen and let her go right now. All tormenting spirits, be weakened and come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Any spirits that were getting their orders from a king in the principalities, I bind you. Come out. Let her go right now in Jesus' name. Death and destruction, murder, strife, come out. Spirits of gossip, come out. Come out. Come out. Loose and let her go. Jezebel, are you in there? Ahab, are you in there? I bind you both together. Come out in Jesus' name. If angels of God go in there and pull Jezebel and Ahab out of there, start smiting them with the sword of the Lord. Come out of her right now. All religious mind control, come out. All occult mind binding and mind binders. Any spirits in the mind control family, I bind you, and I command you to loose your grip on her mind and let her go. I loose into her power and love and a sound mind, peace and love and joy. 
all the seven spirits of God right now in Jesus' name. You foul spirits, be weakened in the name of Jesus. Any of the shield demons, I command you to come out right now. Suicide, come out. Loose and let her go. Vagabond spirit, come out. Doubt and unbelief, come out in Jesus' name. All spirits of dirty dancing, dirty music, any spirits that came in through movies or music, I bind you, come out right now in Jesus' name. All Roman Catholic spirits, I'm talking to you. Rosary bead, come out in Jesus' name. Mary worship, come out. I bind all Roman Catholic spirits. Loose and let her go right now. I break off of her the curse of excommunication. Send it back to the Pope in Jesus' name. All spirits of the confessional booth, I bind you. Come out in Jesus' name. All spirits of... Of purgatory, come out in Jesus' name. Be weakened right now. Mary worship. Come out. Rosary, come out. All spirits of necromancy, come out. Tarot card, come out. Come out. Loose and let it go. Ouija board. Tarot card. Black magic. Sorcery. Horoscopes. All spirits that came in through witchcraft. I bind you. Black magic. Come out. All astral projection spirits that are coming in to attack her, I cut your silver cords right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Belial, Beelzebub, Ashtaroth, Apollyon, Arcturus, Ishtar. I bind you. Come out of her right now in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you. I pour the love of Jesus Christ into you right now. The agape love. Unloose the agape love right onto the demons right now. Unloose agape love onto the demons in Jesus' name. Ma'am, what you want to do right now is just say, Lord Jesus. Oh. What's your name? We're not coming out. You tell me your legal right to be in there. What's your name, demon? The one that just spoke, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All the torment that you have done to her, a thousand fold back in your head, demon, in Jesus' name. And I, I bind you to your family right now. I command you all to come out and go to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Out, 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 in Jesus' name. Father God, I just stand in the gap for this sister. And I break all generational curses. Anything that's given a legal right for these demons to attack her. I just break and cut off of her. And I apply the blood of Jesus to any satanic packs that were made on her behalf. In Jesus' name. Okay, I want to talk to the demon in charge. I'm not talking to her, I'm talking to you, demon. What's your name? You got a legal right to be in there? Angels of God, choke this demon up to the surface who's in charge. Pull it up. Drag it out, angels of God. I cut off any connectors that are holding these demons in place right now. 
unloose the ministering spirits of boldness, power, love, and a sound mind into you right now. Boldness, loosen you right now. Ma'am, just say, Jesus, Lord Jesus, Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill all my voids. Fill all my voids. And just come in, Holy Spirit, and burn out these demons. Come in, Holy Spirit, and burn out all these demons. Wherever they may be hiding, in Jesus' name. Wherever they may be hiding, in Jesus' name. Now, Father God, I just ask that you would fill her with your Holy Spirit. Fill all the voids. I see all the deliverance that has taken place so far with the blood of Jesus. Father God, let your Shekinah glory just come in and burn out any demon from any location it would try to hide. On the inside or outside of her, in Jesus' name. Depression, loneliness, despair, rejection, come out. Loosen, let her go. Death and destruction. Loosen, let her go right now. I cancel all assignments of death in Jesus' name. Angels of God, go in there and just sort any demons that would try to remain. Sort them, angels of God. And I reprogram all of you demons right now. I command you to attack the strong men and throw them out. Civil war. You I must feel obey. one that's testing in my head and mouth. He has a large tongue like a dog does. He just moved his tongue through my mouth. Angels of God, take the the sword of the Lord and cut off its tongue right now. I take my sword out and I smite you, demon, and I slice off your head in Jesus' name. And I cut off that tongue right now. Any foul, wicked spirit that's lodging in your head or neck, I rebuke you in Jesus' name and I command you to come out and go to Tartarus. Loose her and let her go. I cut off anything that would bind those demons inside of you. Any suction cups, any tethers, cords, connector lines, I cut right now in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Angels of God, go in and cut off it. Cut out any of those nests where these demons are hiding. Cut it up like confetti. I just cut off of you. And I break and cut off any demonic spirits. All spirits of backlash, I bind you. Loose and let her go in Jesus' name. All spirits of deception, come out in Jesus' name. Come out. All spiritual mind control, come out. All religious spirits, come out of her in Jesus' name. Any spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, I'm talking to you. I command you to attack each other and come out in Jesus' name. (coughs) Angels of God, start sorting them up and out. And as they're coming out, angels of God, take them to Tartarus. And you're going to remain there, chained and bound until Judgment Day in the flames. I want to know who's in charge. Who's the chief right now? I command you to manifest and come up and tell me who's in charge. I loose obedience into you, demons. 
And I loose the spirit of Babylon into you in Jesus' name. And once again, I cut off all reinforcements. You're alone now, demons. You have no reinforcements. Angels of God, take all weapons, armor, shave all the demons bald. If they have claws, cut off their claws. If they have wings, pluck them out of the sockets, angels of God, in Jesus Christ's name. I loose the terror of Jehovah God onto you, you demons. Drink the water of affliction and eat the bread of affliction, you demons, in Jesus' name. I smite you with the earthquake of the Lord. And I loose the whirlwind of God into you demons right now. You're coming out, and you're going to Tartarus. Talking to you, demons. Who's in charge? Angels of God, go bring the next one up to the surface. Choke it up to the surface. In Jesus' name. Father God, I thank you for what you're doing. I give you all the praise, honor, and the glory. And I ask that you loose more warrior angels in Jesus' name. I'm not talking to her. I'm talking to the, the demon inside. Command you to manifest and tell me your name. Do you have a right to be in there, demon? Father God, I ask that you would pierce these no, demons. No, we don't. Who's, who's talking there? What's your name? My name is um, Miss Perry. <laughs> I'm Marguerite, is- and, and I, I make her look like a fool. We've got the spirit of the fool. The spirit of the idiot, the spirit of mental retardation. We're trying to um, have her get to that level where she's nothing but an idiot. You mockery spirit, who's your chief? Who are you taking orders <laughs> we, from? We are our own family. We're not. We don't have a chief. We just mock. Mockery spirit is uh, is a Leviathan in there? Yes, Leviathan is there. Is Jezebel and Ahab in there? Oh, yeah. Will that answer stand in the judgment? Yeah, it will. Hold up. Angels of God, put a sword to this demon's throat right now. And if it lies, I want you to jab it. Is Ahab and Jezebel in there? You mockery spirit, I'm talking to you. Is Ahab and Jezebel in there? Yes. Is Leviathan in there? He is. Who's the king that you were taking your instructions from before, before I cut him off? Oh, that was that, that spirit that told us to mimic and mime everything in her life to drive her crazy. We were told to mimic, to mime, to mock, to insult, to snare, to taunt, and then forbid her to speak, to rebuke so that she'd be tortured night and day. So we're mimicking, we're mocking, we're taunting, we're belittling her, you demons, and we're, you... we're torturing her just as we were ordered. You demons, I bind all of you that were just mentioned, mockery, spirit of fool, idiot, retardation, mimicry, idiocy, spirit of the idiot and fool. I bind you all together. Angels of God, take a threefold cord, bound them around real tight. Now, mockery, I command you to say, I'm coming out in Jesus' name. Angels of God, start sorting this spirit. Say, I'm coming out in Jesus' name and going to Tartarus. I cancel your assignment, you family of spirits. 
Angels of God, just start slaughter these spirits. Stab them. Thrust them through with the sword of the Lord. Thrust them through in Jesus' name. Be weakened, you foul spirits. I command you all to come out right now. I'm not waiting on you. You're just going to come out. I order you in Jesus' name. Come out and go to Tartarus. Mockery. You go now. Spirit of fool. Idiot. Retardation. Arrested development. Mimicry. Come out in the name of Jesus. Go to Tartarus. Go to Tartarus. Go to Tartarus. Jezebel and Ahab, I'll bind you together. You come out to, I bind you to mockery in that family. You all come out all together now. Go in Jesus' name. Keep on going. You're going to come out and go to Tartarus. All spirit of imbecile, come out in Jesus' name. Spirit of the fool, come out. All spirits that were making light of her and making fun of her and belittlement, come out in the name of Jesus. Go to Tartarus. Angels of God, keep sorting them. If there's there anything attaching them to her inside, cut off the roots. Cut off the attachments. Just pull them out. Now I want to talk to the next demon in charge. I command you to manifest and come up. What's your name, demon? Be weakened and come up to the surface. Angels of God, bring the next one up. The blood of Jesus. I smite you with the blood of Jesus. I smite you with the blood of Jesus. I'm talking to all the demons right now. I command you all to get on your knees and look at Jesus Christ is standing next to her. Bow your knee to the Son of God and say, Jesus Christ is my Lord. Angels of God, any demon that rebels, I want you to brutally attack with your swords and keep stabbing them in the name of Jesus until they obey. Father God, I ask that you loose more angels down right now in the name of Jesus Christ to carry out these instructions. We give you the praise, honor, and glory, Father God, and Jesus for the deliverance that you're doing. I want to talk to who's in charge. Centurion, strongman, chief, the leader, whoever's in charge, I command you to manifest. And Do you have a legal right to be in there? Legion, are you in there? I command you to come out. Beelzebub, come out. Belial, come out. All liar spirits, come out. Hatred, anger, bitterness, gall, wormwood, come out in Jesus' name. All tormenting spirits, I bind you and I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. Sadness, despair, hopelessness, fear, rejection, come out in Jesus' name. All spirit of whoredoms, come out in Jesus' name.
want to talk to who's in charge. Angels of God, bring the next one up to the service. Choke it up to the service, angels of God, and smite it with your swords as you're bringing it up. In Jesus' name, I order it. I command you to loose her tongue and loose your grip on her throat right now in Jesus' name, demons. You frog demon, I bind you. Come out of her in Jesus' name. All spirit of the frog, come out. Owl spirits, jackal, hyena, crow spirits, come out in Jesus' name. All spirits in the flesh eater family, cannibal, come out. All spirits that came in through movies, come out in Jesus' name. How you feeling? Feeling a lot better. They're pulling off of my fingers. I've got tons of demons on my hands because they're pulling right off of my hands. Coming right off of me as if I'm packed in them. And I know some came out, but I could feel them pulling off of my body. Like they were just wrapping around me and and just coiled on me. When you said frog, something pulled off on my hand. Yep, all spirits of unclean birds and unclean animals. Anything mentioned in the book of Leviticus, I command you to come out right now in Jesus' name. Loose and let her go. All crab demons, come out in Jesus' name. Any spirits of pork, loose and let her go right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit of the swine, come out in Jesus' name. I want to talk to the demon in charge. I'm not talking to the lady. I'm talking to you, demons. I'm talking to the children of fools. Do you have no name? Are you a children of fool with no name? That's how insignificant you are, demon, isn't it? You know your time is short, demons. You're about to go to the lake of fire. All unclean spirits. I'm talking to you. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pour the blood of Jesus down each one of your throats individually. Father God, I ask that you would fire your arrows to pierce these demons through. Unloose the terror of Yahweh on you, you demons. The terror of night and day on you, you foul spirits in Jesus' name. No rest for the wicked. No rest for the wicked. All the torments that you have done, 70-fold back in your head, demons. I'm talking to you spirits that were cold, you snake serpentine spirits, cold around her fingers and her body. I cut you up with the Sword of the Spirit right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose her and let her go right now. Loose and let her go right now. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Once again, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. So I cast you out, devils, right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All you unclean, evil spirits, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. According to Mark 16, verse 15. Come out. Come out. Angels of God, go and take a sword. Just start thrusting these demons up and out. I'm talking to you, demons. I reprogram all of you. I command civil war right now. I command you to attack each other. No mercy. Attack each other. Attack. Attack. I reprogram you. Attack each other. In Jesus' name, I order it right now. Just take another deep cough and cough them out. 
Come out. She doesn't want you there. All spirit of bitterness and hatred, anger. Come out. Lust, shame, guilt. Come out in Jesus' name. Arrested development. Come out. Come out. Come out. Seduction, come out. All the way out. All night spirits. Spirit husband, are you in there? I bind you. Come out. Spirit husband, incubus, succubus, asmodeus, osmodeus, lilith. Keep coming out. I break and cut all witchcraft off of her. And I send it back to the original demonic sender in Jesus' name. How you feeling right now? Better. I'm feeling a lot better. Just saying, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Fill me up with your Holy Spirit. Fill me up with your Holy Spirit. Fill all voids. Fill all voids. With your Spirit in Jesus' name. Your Spirit in Jesus' name. And say, I bind the strong man inside of me. Bind the strong man inside of me. I bind all demons inside of me. Bind all demons inside of me. And I command you all to come out of me in Jesus' name. And you to come out of me with any that attacked me since I lived here. Come out of me in Jesus' name. And leave my home and go to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Go you to found with the spirits. You heard her. You start coming out. Leave. She doesn't want you. She's a child of God. You saw the seal. You come out right now. I'm in agreement with her. And where two or three are gathered, Jesus is in the midst. So Jesus is right there. You come out, demons, right now. All the way out. Loose and let her go. You have no more legal right to be there. If you do, make it known right now, or you're coming out. Declare your legal right to be in her, or you leave now, and you forfeit it in Jesus' name. Talking to you, demons. Angels of God. Chain up all these demons and start pulling them out. Take them to Tartarus. And you're going to keep coming out in the name of Jesus. And as you do, you're going to Tartarus. Father God, I just... Cover her with the blood of Jesus. I just cover her with the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. And I ask God that you'd rain your terror on these demons in the name of Jesus. And any foul, wicked spirits that are trying to remain, I cage you up in a cage a thousand times too small for you. I filled up to the top with the blood of Jesus. And I ask God that you'd loose your warrior angels to come down and read the Word of God 24 hours a day to marinate these demons in Jesus' name. And I ask that you would seal this deliverance right now. Father God, I seal it with the blood of Jesus. And I thank you for the deliverance tonight, Father God. And I ask that you would show her anything else that might be a gateway in Jesus' name. And I put a wall of fire around her, Zachariah 2 and 5, and I ask God that you can loose warrior angels to surround her for her protection. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. God bless you, sister. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You feeling, God bless. You feeling better? Oh, I'm feeling a lot better. Thank Praise you. The Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, no, thank you so much. Say, thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Um, he does the work, and get the, get the uh, King James Bible and just start playing it over you as you go to sleep. I'm going to do that. Thank you so much for that advice. I will do that. Thank you. God, God bless. God bless you. Bye-bye. We'll go to the next caller. Oh, uh, oh, caller 908. Uh, I lost you. I'm sorry. Let me see if I can get that caller back. Stand by. 
Stand by. Let's try that call working back. Thank you for calling Charles and Sharon Costello. We are currently on another. Well, caller, if you hear me calling back, let's go to the next caller. 612 area code, you're on the air. Uh, Shannon? Yes, sir. This is Joe. Hey, Joe, how are you, my friend? Good, good. It's, uh, I think, um, minus, minus three or five degrees right now over here. That is cold. <laughs> Without the windshield factor. God have mercy. How you doing tonight? Doing okay. I uh, just uh, calling here for mom. She's uh, got some um, uh, congestion problems. Well, uh, repeat that again. What's going on with your mom? Uh, some uh, like congestion, you know, like um, too much uh, phlegm. Kind of like a sinus thing. I'm not sure. Okay, now that's you or that's your mom? My uh, mom. Okay, we're going to lift her up. Well, Father God, I just lift up uh, Joe's mom. Joe, what's your mom's name again? Matilda? That's right, yeah. Father God, we just we just lift up Matilda in the name of Jesus Christ. And um, in agreement, I just bind the spirit of infirmity. Any virus and bacteria, we just rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ and curse it like Jesus cursed the fig tree. We command any infection in her sinuses and her chest, anyone her body just to come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you mucus to dry up in Jesus' name. Loose the healing power of God into Matilda. Loose all the ministering spirits of God, the seven spirits of God. Loose power and love in a sound mind. In the name of Jesus, we command her body to be conformed to the word of God, which says that through his stripes we're healed. We say be healed right now, Matilda, in Jesus' name. Amen. Just cover her with the blood of Jesus. And I ask God that you loose warrior angels around that house for their protection. A wall of fire be placed around them in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5 in Jesus' name. Amen. How are you Amen. feeling? I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling like I need prayer also, brother. <laughs> Any yeah. particular area? Uh, uh, it's uh, spiritual. It's not physical. Yeah, Father God, um, I thank you so much for everything. I thank you for your grace and mercy, Lord. And I just plead the blood of Christ right now, Lord. And I uh, just want to draw closer to you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Father God, I just agree with Joe right now. And Joe, I just bind your strong man, and I bind any foul spirits inside of you, and I command you to start coming out. You're going to loose him and let him go. You're not going to wretch him as you're coming out. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose him and let him go. Any spirits that came in through alcohol, I bind you. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Any spirits of whiskey, beer and vodka, come out in Jesus' name. I rebuke you, you foul spirits. Lust, shame, come out in Jesus' name. Asmodeus, incubus, succubus, come out in Jesus' name. Loose him and let him go. He came out. Well, I'm talking any other foul spirit in there. Be <laughs> weak in Jesus' name. It came out, man. 
praise Jesus. Father God, I ask that you would fire your arrows to pierce these demons through. <coughs> Loose the terror of the Lord right now, Father God, on these spirits. I bind you, you foul, wicked spirits. You come out of him in Jesus' name. I'm talking to any demons. I reprogram you, and I command you to attack each other and throw each other out in Jesus Christ's name. Father God, loose warrior angels to surround him in attack formation. Right now, in Jesus' name, angels of God, go in there and just start sorting these spirits. Sort them in Jesus' name, angels of God. Attack formation, start attacking them. Yes, Lord, thank you. Any foul, wicked spirits, I command you to come out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Angels of God, go in there, and any demons take their armor, their weapon, and their power right now away from in Jesus' name. Yes, I cut off any reinforcements, and I forbid any demons to communicate with one another. In fact, Father God, I ask that you would spin the minds of these demons around and around. Unloose blindness and confusion on these demons in Jesus' name. Unloose the spirit of Babylon in you demons. That's right. I'm not talking to Joe. I'm talking to you, you demons. Come out. Loosen, let him go. Infirmity, loosen, let him go right now. Thank you. Come out. Mind control, are you in? Loose his mind and let him go. I break the yoke off of your neck and I command you, demons, to loose his human spirit in Jesus' name. Loosen, let him go right now. <clears throat> I want to talk to the, the, the chief in charge. What's your name, demon? I'm not talking to Joe. I command you to manifest. Tell me your legal right to be in there. The blood of Jesus. I smite you with the blood of Jesus, demons. Any sports, spirits of pornography, are you in there? Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Pornography, come out. Masturbation, come out. Shame, come out. Rejection, paranoia, come out of him in Jesus' name. All anger. All anger. Come out in Jesus' name. <laughs> Come out in Jesus' name. Any spirits that say, why do I have to take care of my mother? I bind you. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Loneliness, despair, suicide, unbelief. Come out in Jesus' name. Arrest development, vagabond, come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Any spirits of strife or gossip, come out of him in Jesus' name. Any spirits that came in through Roman Catholicism, I bind you. Come out in Jesus' name. Rosary bead. Confessional booth. Come out in Jesus' name. All false doctrines. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Any religious spirits, end-time mind control, mind-binding, occult mind-binding. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Belial, Beelzebub, Arcturus, Ishtar, Apollyon, Abaddon. Spirit wife, come out in Jesus' name. I break all witchcraft off of Joe. Anything that came down the family lines or came in as he sleeps, I break and cut all witchcraft off of his, came in off the dream state. Command you to come out of him in Jesus' name. I just pour the blood of Jesus down the throat of any demons that would remain. And I ask, Father God, that you would seal this deliverance. Joe, just say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come in and fill me up. Come in and fill me up, Holy Spirit. Burn out any demons that would hide. Burn out any demons that would hide. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father God, I just ask you to loose warrior angels down right now around his house. Unloosen to him the seven spirits of God, ministering spirits. 
and I command any tormenting spirits that would attack him or his mother to come out and keep coming out. And as you come out, you're going to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Brother Shannon, you, brother. I was going to ask you about the... You have two programs coming on. Does one come right after the other? or? Well, what I do is um, I've got a second channel that I'm starting up, but right now I'm just running uh, reruns over there. Okay. So, um, well, excuse me, not running reruns, but running pre-recorded shows. So I'm going to build that up. Um, and as, as I have additional speakers come on board that I can't get uh, during the week on Channel 1, I'm going to put them on Channel 2. Oh, okay. Yes, All sir. right, brother. Are God you, bless you, you, Joe. Are you somewhere where yes, it's a lot warmer? Repeat again. Are you somewhere where it's a lot warmer? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm south of the border right now. <laughs> so it, oh, it's, it's warm it down is. here, and I got a I got a fan on us in this little apartment where we're staying right now. <laughs> Praise uh, the Lord, because it's hot. <laughs> you know, one of the uh, Praise cases God, I can't you had, uh, I think it was a Norman Parish one about. Uh, God bless you, Joe. It was. Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, 